When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's rough, buddy. <laughs> That's why we have glasses to fix that. Glasses. All right, let's turn it over to our speakers. Okay. Hello. This is going to be a very, very quick one. Uh, While he's getting that ready, I'm actually wearing one of the church from our spotlights. Hey. This is from yep. all those pixels, and the shirt is so soft. Oh my gosh, yeah, so I have soft. one of their shirts too. It's it's so soft. I'm gonna promote Rich. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At Hatch DM, uh, they have a Kickstarter that they're about to launch in February called... I think it's Over Isles. Oh, yeah. And it's a TTRPG that teaches sign language. And it's not an MBSO. But yeah, I thought it was very cool. And I liked the art. And I was like, that's a great thing to put into TTRPGs. Yeah. Teaching and RPGs. Super cool. I think it's a good idea. So be sure to check them out. Follow them so you can follow closely to when their Kickstarter launches. It's yeah. Rich at Hatchling DM. Cool. And if anyone's wondering, this means thank you. That's what they're doing at their little icon. Oh, Aww, that's thank cute. Aww. Yay! That's like doubles. You like that. That was cool. I have a soft spot for the ASO community. That's why I chose it. Aw, yay! I don't pick these all willy-nilly, I, I genuinely like these people. Alright, so it's been a long time for us. We're uh, on a hiatus because of Christmas, uh, yes, we celebrate Christmas. And, um, 
holidays and moving, so uh, it's been a while for us. But we're gonna recap. So last time, the damsels entered Burkus, the city of Pytrus. We were escorted in by Thorn Arnval, who's Luna's father. You'll safely, you made it safely into town and found refuge at the Arnal Estate. That night, uh, Kiara was stargazing in one of the guest rooms, um, chilling with the cat and um jinx yeah chilling with jinx and um she saw a figure darting across the arnold estate her uh dark advanced dark vision she spotted someone running at full speed through the orchard this unknown person launched himself upon the uh house and began to climb so kiara was like that sketch and grabbed him (laughs) When he, like, reached the... <laughs> she was on the second floor balcony, and then he was trying to get to the third, apparently. So she grabbed him and pulled him over. And, um... Immediately she... whips out a, a sword. It's like, what's up? <laughs> what it is, brother? <laughs> oh, I greet everyone this way. <laughs> I greet everyone this way. Okay, I'm actually gonna move my, um, greetings to over here, so... This unknown person, okay, so Kira sees the culprit and held him at sword point. He demanded to know who he was and what he was doing. He, which was, he was a peculiar person as he appeared to be half drow. And after a tense conversation, she found out that this was Glock, Luna's boyfriend. It turns out that he often sneaks through the window because Luna's father, Mark, isn't overjoyed at the romantic company. So, Kara decides to let Glock go and goes about her evening. The next morning, Luna introduces everyone to him, and he shyly acknowledges everyone there. Uh, you are informed that Jade, Luna's mother, was called to the trial concerning Tarina, so she is away. And then following breakfast, Luna, her father, and grandmother go into the tomb of their ancestors to seek help for Luna's like and her baby. So, you... Um, after falling into the trance, Luna enters you enter another vision. I'm just gonna turn up the music for me a little bit. Alright. You see uh Kira, who is one of your great grandmothers a couple generations back. And her husband, Afton, they explain that the Warhol's curse feeds upon the weakness of mortal hearts and therefore must be made anew. So Luna, you follow Afton and Kira into blinding light and then come to the grounds of your family orchard. You recognize the ground, but only see a few active trees because by your time, the orchard had grown a lot more. You enter a calm autumn day, the leaves flutter in the ground in a kaleidoscope of gold, oranges, and reds. You can smell the air, it has that crisp autumn quality to it. And uh, off in the distance, like it just rained. Hear, yeah, like just rained and like that leaf smell, that Dutch of Van Dyes. Petrichor. Yeah. Yeah. Petrichor. Yeah. In the distance, you can hear the distinct sound of direwolf pups, and you look over and can see four of them are uh, just kind of dogpiling and wrestling. And uh, you notice that those are younger dogs. And as you survey the area, you see this small group of people 
who are dressed in dark colors. And uh, you notice that you're not exactly sure what they're doing, but you see that there are four direwolves there who have... They look, uh, according, you know, very used to animals, used to their body language, they look sad. And uh, so you approach this and uh, you realize this is a, a direct memory that's being shared. And you can see past the wall of dogs, a small funeral dirge. You can see Lionel, your great uncle Clive. Uh, they are both pallbearers along with two of the people that you recognize. Reeds of daffodils are placed on the coffin as it comes through the crowd and is slowly lowered into the earth. You hear Kira's voice saying that the casket was empty. My father Willem and mother Nelda went plane hopping, as they like to call it, and one day they didn't come back. She nods towards the funeral. A somber drums beat out a low tune, and a lone masked singer begins to solemnly I was 26 when I became Lady of the Arnold Estate and ruler of the Burgess Territory. And Afton and I were engaged at this point. The funeral procession fades, and a scene before you now is a quiet backyard garden. You recognize it as this glade that's near your grandmother's. And, because um, even now it has flowers there. And, uh, there's, the um, a lot of wreaths and on stands and pictures of, and portraits of ancestors. Lining tables and chairs. Kira stands in a gown of silvery gray and a veil of shimmering silver. In her hands is a large bouquet of yellow daffodils that practically overflow out of her hands. Afton is in a tunic of white, trimmed with silver, and as dust settles, the, e the evening skies are dyed a deep orange and turn blood red as the light fades slowly and candles flicker to life. Great-grandpa Lionel stands before Afton and Kira, and he recites a few words. In our family, we believe that the daffodil means rebirth and renewal. He takes both Afton and Kira's hands and holds them together. And he kind of like takes his big hands and places his around them and says, Let us think of this as a renewal for our family. Luna, you notice. Those witnessing the events as you recognize Clive, Lioness, Kira, and Afton. Behind Lioness are two women who bear a strong resemblance to him, along with an elven woman with long white hair and a dwarven male. You don't recognize them, though. And Kira speaks to your mind, needless to say, the wedding was short. So you can you can say something at this point if you want. <laughs> It kind of like a, one of those awkward things where like when you're at a funeral for someone you don't know and everyone else is sad and you're just like, I'm sorry for your loss. Move on. 
to you that the women behind Lioness are his two sisters, uh, Maple and Astrid, and their spouses. So Maple married a woman named Soretta, and then Astrid... It's a nice uh, name. (laughs) (laughs) And then Astrid um, found, found a dwarf guy, and that's what happened to them. So, uh, winning fades into mist, and you stand in a white, vast space. The forest around you is Kira's voice echoes. Kira's voice echoes. And then Afton and I fell on. She kind of side eyes Afton. And then she just kind of like clamps her. Sh- she like puts a hand, heavy hand on his shoulder, and is like, like, Explain the next part. And Afton kind of like does that sort of cringes and he kind of pulls up his drum and he's like, okay. Um, I'm gonna jump to our party. Someone was going on a tour. (laughs) (laughs) Not far off. Okay, so back to the other three, we have Kiara and Kayanthi and Ellie and Lionel. You're eating breakfast. The morning is um, Does Galactus live in our really? I can't remember. Oh, he's there. Yeah, he's there. Yeah. Galactus there. He just doesn't have a lot of presents. He likes being a wallflower. He's having a good time. Just don't <laughs> stare at him too hard. Otherwise, he feels he's not doing his job as a rogue. <laughs> I mean, he's the most roguey of, of freighters I've ever seen. So. <laughs> he's a rogue-ger? A rangel? Ooh, a rogue. His, like, passive stealth is insane. I'm just like, who are you? Anyway, like, the morning's calm, there's a nice breeze, you can look outside, you can see Travis, their gardener, he's trimming some bushes, and, uh, there's local farmers who are picking the fruit. You have, uh, Jinx the cat has come with you guys, he's just under the table. Uh, Lionel's eating his breakfast, he's like, Hi, uh, you want to shoot stuff at Glock's workshop? And... Galak just kind of looks at him, like, almost offended, like, how dare you invite people to my house? And he's like, <laughs> I mean, I haven't been there once. I literally came back last night. <laughs> and, I might want to check on the place, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I, I like a bit of time. To clean and your room. Like, <laughs> and then Lionel's just, like, eating an apple or a pear or whatever, he's like, what? I'm gonna play out the whole time to learn your job. Enjoy lunch. It's just like fine, but I get that first shot with the Odo Dummy, and he's like, oh, "That sounds awesome." <laughs> Odo Dummy. <laughs> yeah, it's just like what the original isn't doing enough. Uh, you're like. 
I mean, now we have to go. Yeah. <laughs> and Lionel's just like, there have been multiple dummies because one wasn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to um, lean into Lionel and be like, hey, hey, Lionel. What? Um, Luna's not with us, right? Luna's... No, Luna's with yeah. her dad and grandma. Luna's with the dead people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing business. Yeah. <laughs> Lionel, do you... Do you have any fun stories about Luna when she was a kid? Or just fun stories in general? How'd the cow happen? Oh, oh yeah. I'm yeah. just curious. And I put my hands in my so, chin. So, um... Let me think. The only one I can think of off the top of my head is, um, so... You don't know this, but Gels, and you can see he's talking about Pollock. Mm-hmm. Gels' eyes actually kind of glow in the dark. Um, it's just, I don't know, like a weird bioluminescent sort of thing. He usually wears his goggles, so you can't tell. But um, when we were little, uh, Luna and him were playing, and uh, she, like, thought it'd be really interesting to try to, like, lick his eye or something. So it was glowing, and she, I don't know, kids want to put things in their mouths, and like, I can't believe I remember this, because I, I don't even think I've ever heard of it. Yeah, that happened. Um, and, um, uh, McKenna, I'm sure we have them, I just can't think of any right now. Um, they're around. There was... There's one. Fun fact for um, eyes if uh, something touches them and it has a salt or a mint taste, you will smell it. Hmm. <laughs> it's a strange well, fact. Uh, Lionel was the officiator at their wedding. Oh, that's true. He's like, uh, I officiated their wedding uh, when they were like three year olds. Wait, they're married? <laughs> uh, no, dude, so like. <clears throat> I thought they were just boyfriend and girlfriend. Perhaps Man, after licking someone's eye, you need to get married afterwards? <laughs> No, marriage is just a con- And yeah. Kiara looks at- Kiara says that Kiara looks at her and says, No, marriage is merely a contract of combining riches and wealth. I w- she just- she <laughs> says it as if it's the yeah, most normal thing to say in the universe, just deadpan. Nah, it's just combining you see, assets. Um, you see Ellie just kind of staring off in the corner, who's just like, Do I have to lick Kenny's eyes? <laughs> that, I don't think- I know, like, okay, so- When they- when she was like, like- I don't know, like five. Um, they uh, did like a kid wedding and uh, like Love exchanged it. presents, and I was their officiator, and I and they uh, vowed to forever snare, share their snacks. I love that. And that's what their marriage is based upon <laughs> sharing. The, so I mean, it's true. They're sharing their assets. Snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Kiara, to Kiara, this makes perfect sense. She's like, oh yeah, sharing assets. <laughs> Sticking to contract makes sense. Just didn't think she would already do that, but you know, some people know, I guess. There was the time that Odo proposed, and then this whole situa- accidental situation with the dummy there, and like Lionel could probably show him the damage. Oh, so like, did he propose and then they like launched the dummy and it broke something? Uh, it was like they, um, he proposed, she turned him down, and he was being a butt about it. And so, then her, uh, so then her family started running him out, and then, and then, Locke just when he first made that dummy had put some gunpowder in the middle of it and didn't tell anyone, and then Lionel lit it on fire, and then like, oh, as Odo was running away, they like threw it after him, and it blew up. 
<laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. So we're kind of intensely protective of Luna, and y'all, I, uh, do you know about? Oh no, Kelly cringes. Kiara gives like yeah. her her expression sort of falls. I. All the humor's gone. I vibe with you right now. Mm. So, yeah, uh, brows sink down. Like, yeah. yeah. He's literally the worst. Yeah. So, um, he got this idea that proposing to Luna was like the best idea ever. I mean, she turned it down. Yeah. And um, he was just not taking it. He wouldn't let her. He wouldn't leave her alone. So uh, what we did is we chased him out of town, and we made a dummy of him. Um, Galop didn't mention anyone to anyone that there was gunpowder in it or flammable <clears throat> stuff. Um, and uh, so when I lit it on fire and threw it at him, it kind of blew up. And um, that's why he's like, you know how you like enter into town and there's these two big trees, like, and then like part, if you look at the back side of the sign, there's like the big scorch mark. It's for me. <laughs> Quite a happy send off. Why would you make a dummy explode? Because they can't do oh, it to the real please. one, Ellie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's it. That, yeah. I mean, thought it was scum, but we can't. Yeah. Just kill him if we Kiara gives him this curious look, out. like. I don't think you and I have similar views on that being a possibility. She just like stares at him like I mean it's definitely possible. We have the ability to do it, but I don't think the fallout would be wise. Yeah, her dad no. almost left them. She stares like Oh Tis the fallout that everyone doesn't want <laughs> wants to avoid. I understand now. I understand everything. <laughs> and it's just the weight leaves her. She's like, oh, that's why. That makes he can, sense. He can comfort them by telling them about the extermination order, which is now expired, but... The, um, the restraining order? Uh, no, the extermination order. Or, like, if for a year or so. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so... Well, our dad did put up an ex- uh, if Odo set foot on Verka's grounds that he would be executed on the spot, so he's been promptly uh, es- yeah, he probably escorted himself away and hasn't set foot on our grounds for, like, three years? Hmm. Oh, that's that's a relief. No, yeah. only like two, because it was her seventeenth birthday. Okay, okay. So like two, two and a half years. Hmm. Huh. So you know. Let's see that dummy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember a story about like Luna. Um, like, she uh, tried to, like, scare them, and then, as a dog, um, and then it didn't work out, and... Uh, oh, yeah, they had the net gun. Something happened with the net gun. That did not work yeah. out in this favor. Yeah, like, gosh, just... You have to go through like two years of text to find out. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, Galak made a, a net gun, and 
Luna was stalking them as a dog, and they used the net gun on her and carried her home as a prize. <laughs> She's pretty embarrassed. <laughs> and, um... I like to self I'm like, hmm, relatable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and how she failed the ranger test, or hunter's test. I feel like that's more sad than, like, yeah. funny. So I don't think... I don't know what that. her perspective is, but... <clears throat> cool. Um, yeah, so, uh, let's get going. Gina, I'm doing the market, I guess, and, um... It's like, oh. You guys don't have wolves, do you? Hmm. Well, uh... Why would you hunt wolves? No, I mean, like, to ride to Tim. I mean, I guess, uh, let's see, we can ride... Okay, yeah, we can just, he looks around, he's like, he looks at Dozer, who's like their glorified house dog, and, and he's the size of a horse, he's a dire wolf. He's like, okay, I mean, we can mount, we can settle up Dozer, and we can come ride with me, and we can go to town. Is that okay? Yeah. Cool. Alright. So, uh, after a few minutes, they're both saddled, and it's like two double saddles. And you guys uh, mount up and go to town. Who's, who's riding with Lionel? Um, I want to saddle up with Kiara, if that's possible. All right, Ellie, odds are evens. Evens. All right, <laughs> riding with Lionel. <laughs> I was like, okay. all right, old doggy, or it is like a ah, uh, evens. Got it. All right, so I'll what was that question? <laughs> I have to go real quick, so just put me wherever. Okay. Okay. <laughs> she all gets right, to be so, a dozer! Um, yeah! Ellie, you and Kayanthi go on dozer, who, um, he's a little chonker, so Lionel's like, yeah, we should take and uh Kiara wanted to ride on him but then realized oh <laughs> my armor might be heavy on him it's okay I'm taking yours <laughs> oh yeah Silver can take it mm. she's real active and uh so you mount up uh Dozer's a little um squirrely yeah like he's excited to go and um he uh, initially, it takes a little bit of like coaxing, but Ellie, your animal handling is high enough. I would mm. think you could manage, and also you could just talk to Dozer. Oh, what's wrong, buddy? And I just like kind of scratch. Hey, his ears. buddy, just, like, how you doing? Dog. <laughs> He's just really excited. He's like, He's hiring me on outside. I'm so hot. I'm so excited. He's like, why are we waiting? And Kayanthi, and, you know, I can see her just not being into the idea of getting on a giant dog, because they're not, I mean, dog, I love dogs, but they're not incredibly sanitary. Um, and, uh, and then, uh, Jinx, your cat, is kind of, she's more, she looks more annoyed than, like, scared, but after, um, Kayanthi settles, she jumps into her bag, and, uh, you guys are ready to go. Galak, what are you writing? <laughs> or do you think you can? Uh, yeah. Or do you think you're going to get a head start and get get to the house before us? 
Shall we take a detour and to give you a chance? He just like stares at you blankly and whistles, and then this other dog comes up and he's like, I don't know what I'm Let's go, cool. She would know. <laughs> oh, uh, Koo and, uh, Koo and, I believe in Gaelic means dog, so, oh. his name is Wolf Dog. His name is Wolf Dog. In Undercommon. In Undercommon! Yeah. His dog. She looks at him, she looks at the dog. Fitting. Fitting. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what do you name your horse? Horse. 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 What else would I call this? It's a horse. Oh yeah. Um. And then um, names are uh, Owl Oculus, of... so you know. Okay, yeah. It's kind of a little on the nose. <laughs> um. So, uh, okay, I got it. All right, so this is, he he comes up to you for a minute, and he says, um, Kiara, I, um, you see, he, you get that notion that, like, he's not super great with people. And he's like, I'm, I'm glad Luna's got you as a friend. And also, um, he, like, pulls out this piece of paper and hands it to you, and he says, um, if you don't mind, this is my, uh, essay on the silk cord. And you know that as, um, a drow in drow culture, so, like, McKenna and I came up with this weird idea, and it makes sense to us. Not weird. Bro, but, like, be strong in it. <laughs> so, like, the drow very sexually active people and um they are ruled by women and we decided that the women would just have no patience for men who did not know how to police them in bed and so it became sort of a norm because uh like just side note being a sex worker is like being an artist there's not really any Connotations. There's no negative yeah, connotations associated yeah, with it. No, yeah, they don't look down on it at all. It's just a, a, a thing, you know. It's just a, they're like any a other artisan, like a weaver yeah. or an art or a painter. They yeah. they provide a yeah. an art. Yeah, and so it's pretty common to um, hire a courtesan to uh, uh, teach you the ways of of the bedroom, and it's called the silk cord. And, um, so he, um, he, uh, some, sometime, I mean, you, you gather that, uh, what he handed you was an essay on how to, the mechanics of, of pleasing a woman. And, um, he's just like, you know, because you're another drow woman, it could, I feel like your opinion would and he's just like I'm gonna go <laughs> he says he, he says silk cord and like uh, she cause she was holding it out cause she's like oh why am I taking this he says that immediately like uh, she sort of does this thing where like it seems to just turn in her hand and it's just like and she passes by her hip and it's just gone and she's like oh I'll look it over and I'll let you and I'll tell you what I think thank you uh, so, <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> she's like I'll see to it promptly Thank you. <clears throat> it's just like, oh, right, got it. <laughs> Business as usual. Uh, wolf name dog. Oh, 
instead of card. All right. Gotcha. Yeah. Got it. I'm on yeah. it. Gotcha. Perfectly normal. <laughs> All right. So um, you can ride I, off with uh, <laughs> While we're riding, can I do a scene with Kiara? Yeah. Yeah, you can ride side okay. by side. Glidels yeah. just. Yeah, so I'll, like, lean towards Kiara and be like, so, have you been married before? <laughs> you seem to know a lot about marriage. No. And she's like, oh, never been married. She's like, oh, no, I've never been married. It's... So, it's really a matter of arrangement, and there was just really no time for the arrangement because I was in the marsh... I was working more on my martial skills. It would have been the next stop where I still there but <laughs> so but no oh. she, she she sort of like she she's holding on to like the pommel of the saddle is like the little uh thingy or is that at the very front the horn. yeah the horn yeah the, the saddle horn yeah and uh she just sort of like she seems to like get a little bit like darker blue around her cheeks for a moment she's like oh it was in the it would have been in the makes where I in the making for it why <laughs> so why for I, I I've just never um, heard marriage described that way I mean when my mom and dad told me about marriage they just said that they loved each other a lot decided to get married Kiara is confused at that. She is just like, maybe that was part of the contract. She's like, oh, maybe that was part of their contract. It isn't a necessity. So it's not a necessity in marriage. And she sort of like has this little pause. Mm, might just be a topsider thing. They're not now, so. <laughs> might just be a topsider thing. No. Or maybe a them thing. They're human, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, could be. Yeah, you met them. Yeah. Because she's like, she's she, she reflecting, like, oh, they're not drow. They're not elves. It's probably. And she's like, oh, yeah, no. That's probably just human. It's likely a human thing. I mean, human, big village, different things going on for humans. Has no idea. It's a blanket assumption. She has no idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, how vocal are you being? I mean, you can't be. I mean, Lionel's literally like right next to you guys. He's likely hearing it, and she's saying it very matter of factly. So, of course, to be heard as they're going along. Are they running or are they like at a at a walk? Because if they're at a walk, then she's kind of like, yeah, probably at a walk for the most part. Yeah, so she's probably just like, she's not yelling, so because she doesn't have to be like, oh yeah, there's dust and we're just running and there's trees and there's wind. No, she's just so she's likely talking at a pretty um an even like an even tone so it's just not terribly loud but um if anyone is leaning their ears towards it they're definitely gonna hear it most likely lionel can hear everything <laughs> unless yeah. he's like wow man that's like a beautiful cloud up there <laughs> it's just like hmm i thought about it that way yeah well actually no he would have thought about it that way um he's like well most of the time upside Depends on what uh, class you're in, like, socioeconomically. Because uh, if you're a farmer, you're probably going to marry, like, another farmer. Unless you're, I don't know, super classy, like my mom. Because uh, my dad uh, met my mom, and, like, she's not a noble, just class
and fell in love and decided they wanted to be together. So, like, would he have had more assets if he married some noble lady? Yeah. But he just decided that it was more important to be with my mom. Hmm. And, uh... I'm surprised they had that kind of choice. Hmm. Uh, well, from my understanding, like, historically, um... Basically, he's like, okay, well, I mean, he's like, look at Burgess. And, like, you look around and everyone there is, like, super rich and, like, buff. And there's, like, wild... And, you know, there's these giant horse-sized dogs. She just smiles. Hmm. (laughs) He's like, I mean... What could they say? Like, you can't marry her? Or, you know, like... I mean, where the... Like, I mean, to be honest, we're a huge part of the... military force for the Leicester Kingdom. So, they kind of didn't have a choice. Also, the Leicester Kingdom's been kind of up and down for a long time. A lot of splits, a lot of unifications, reunifications... It just went under King Willem and has been renamed the Leicester Kingdom. I am like a couple, like it's very recent. This happened. This is a very recent thing. Um. So. But uh, he's been pushing to uh, politically to like let that be less of a thing, especially um, since it just causes a causes a lot of problems in his opinion. We don't ha- we don't actually know our mom's family. Yeah. Oh, uh, but we don't actually know my mom's family. They took it pretty hard, I guess. So she doesn't talk about him. Hasn't seen him in hmm. I don't know twenty years. <laughs> well, that might have been her choosing. Uh, Kiaris, yeah. by the way, when he's explaining yeah. that uh, other people that were not of a higher class would say no, uh, she got confused, and so she's like, oh, she's listening, so she's just like, oh, the lower class would have a thing to say about it. And, uh, cause for, cause she understands, like, the only people who could really stop a marriage from where she's from would probably be anyone who was in a higher position to gain from your marriage. Because it's all contractual, it doesn't have much yeah. to do with love. Because you could find love outside. So yeah. for her, she's just like, hmm. Yeah. Interesting like, set of events up here. <laughs> he's like, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, the other thing is, we tend to only have like one spouse, so so that kind of merges into one. She sort of raises her eyebrow. Well, of course, you only have one spouse. Wow. He's like, well, I mean, it's kind of like, what's the word? Polyamory is not like super popular here. I mean, I'm sure people like do it, but it's like more or less taboo. So, and I hear, yeah, it's not so much the case in uh, travel places. Hmm. And she's just like, oh, mm. you marry for gain. You sometimes find interests in others, but and she just sort, and she's just like, oh, if it happens, it's the gains. In our cases, love. He kind of like looks up wistfully, <laughs> <laughs> and Kiara just sort of looks up Hold like, up. where is it? <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh yeah, so right. um, and then um, you will see Brackish right up, and he's the um, like stern. You rode with him, Kara, earlier. Yes. And he rides up, stern, uh, no nonsense fellow. And he comes up to Lionel, and he's like, because um, you're either like close to the edge of their land, or are still on it. And he rides up and says, Lionel. And he hands him this paper. And Lionel takes it and looks at it. He's like, groceries, dude! And he's just like, Lionel, we all gotta pull our weight here. You can pull, you can get some groceries. Your father's busy, your grandmother's busy, Luna's sick. Pull together. <laughs> it's just like... It's just like, fine. And he stuffs it in his shirt pocket. Yeah, I found that funny. So she's like... <laughs> and he, he nods to the rest of the, part, the, the group ladies. If he's slow enough, she does pet the dog. <laughs> oh, yeah, he needs to stop to give yeah. him the, the list. She's like, hello. Yeah. I think, I think his dog's name is Rusty. Like I think it was Rusty. Yeah, he, he appreciates the pets. Hmm. And, um, okay, we'll jump back to Luna now. Okay. <clears throat> Afton cringes, pulls out his drops. Well, I'm not especially proud of how I acted during this time. But it was, it was a big change and it was really fast. He shifts in his hands, uh, he, he like moves his hands and then suddenly the, the fogs turn into a tavern. It's warm, and you can, um, from the look of it, it's one of the old wings of the Hunter's Lodge. And, uh, Afton says, you know, I had a good thing going. I had fans, I had people who would come and hear me sing for miles around. And in the tavern, you see this stone floor with rough-hewn chairs, a crackling hearth in the center, and the this small area soon becomes crowded with ex- people who are excited and they're, they're talking and drinks are pouring. You can smell the scent of roasted meat with butter and spices and um, cinnamon sweet baked goods. And uh, Afton stands in the center of the room. Everyone looks at him expectantly as the, the crowd quiets and the hearth eliminates him from underneath. As he sings, as he begins to sing, and his warm tenor voice fills the room as the crowd anxiously quiets. Men with hefty pelts and thick arms hush each other. Women whisper, the children still. And he begins to strum on his harp before leaping to the ledge of the hearth, where he walks. It's a it's a pretty big ledge. Just a second. <laughs> he walks slowly around the crowd and looks them in the eyes, and with a grin, he starts to strum. One night, one night, the shadows grew. One night, a night, blood ran chill. As ghastly wisps, villains sweep the air, and spectres of fear grasp the soul. One night, one night, a scream was heard. One night, one night, till the victim fell. The cries of a town heard all around, and a pool of blood lay on the ground. 
The lady most pure and white was slain in ghoulish delight. Who, who would do such a crime? Who, who could kill the sublime? Was it the wolfish foes who stalk the night with the claws of men through by jealous hands? The frightful darkness that the forever stands where the devil's tongues their actions ignite. One night, one night, the shadows grew. One night, one night, a bargain struck true. Abdin finishes the chord and takes a bow. The crowd erupts into an applause. Coins clatter into his bucket of chips and drinks flow freely in his name. Afton performs a number of pieces after that. And the crowd eagerly drinks in his, his performances. After he finishes, the crowd rushes him. They shower him in compliments. The energy of the room uh, Afton is pretty much an extrovert as he just sucks all this energy in and is just glowing, beaming. He's having the time of his life. He absolutely loves this. Um, and this human male in a fine tunic approaches him. He has it's blonde with some gray in it. And he says, Afton, that was quite the show. Oh, thank you. I haven't met you before. Perhaps. I am Bertrand Belfort, from the capital with some of the human kingdoms united. I was hoping to start a school of sorts, a bardic school, and I was hoping that you would come with me to tour the country and collect students, and then be a teacher at this new school. And you see Afton just gawk. Wow, you will you pay for my travel expenses? I mean, between you and me, I'm kind of working off my drinks, you know. <laughs> and uh, Bertrand laughs a hearty chuckle and pats Afton's back. Say, you take some time to think about it, and I'll be uh, think think it over. I'll be in town for a few days. And the tavern fades. Is Kristen coming back? I, I hope yep, so. I hope we didn't I go out so. to get the famous carton of milk. It could take 17 years to come back. No, she missed, she missed her song. I was bummed about that. She also missed the marriage talk. I really would have liked her to, to weigh in on that. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. Kianthi, I am all sorts of perturbed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Unless she was like, wow, okay. man, those clouds. Those clouds, man, wow. <laughs> Maybe uh, she was the one that was into the clouds. Yeah, she said she'll be AFK for it, but mm. I don't know. So the tavern fades and it opens to a scene <clears throat> of Afton and Kiara arguing. Kira. Kira Argy. The room appears to be on the ground 
There pretty much appears to be one of the ground floors of your grandmother's manor. And you see Kira hold up these papers and slap them and be like, Acton, you can't go. I need you here. I can't run Fergus alone. And Acton says, it's the best opportunity I'll ever get. And besides, you have Lionel. Like, you can handle it. And Linus. Linus. Yeah, sorry, Linus. <laughs> yeah, sorry, you, you put your lion names down for me, man. <laughs> You have Linus! And she's like, Linus is retired! It's not his responsibility to do this! And they keep arguing. And you watch it until it fades and it just kind of grows into a muffle. And you hear Kira's present voice say to you, Yeah, well, the arguments grew worse and it almost tore us apart. Afton said, I was ready to go. But then our son Elvin was born. So it's E L V V A N. Yes. Elvin. Yeah. So, and uh, you see just this um, image of this new baby boy. It's been like a couple days, probably, and he's after this actually form up at him and just. I decided I need to stay. And. You see the the family of Kira Afton and Elvin gathered. Clearly after the birth, because she's not unconscious or in pain or covered in blood. Yeah. <laughs> we had our... <laughs> it's a beautiful scene. We, uh... Took, took time and a lot of uncomfortable conversations, but we managed to work out the kinks in our marriage. And Kira kind of rolls her eyes. Yeah, most of them. She leans over. He's still at the toilet seat up. <laughs> or like some equivalent to that. Like, this little thing. <laughs> he just leaves the outhouse open. We're not sure why. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. It, 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 airs he, it out. He, it airs it out. We don't need to air it out. We want to keep the smell in. We want to keep the bugs out. <laughs> yes, let's keep the bugs out. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, exactly that. <laughs> anyway, and then and they like kind of they look at each other and they're like, "It's fine," you know, like in the past. And uh, they still have this argument. <laughs> we had our second child, Thera. The joy was short-lived, as words of fiends in the forest started to circulate. No one really took it seriously. We just thought kids saw a bear or a moose or you know, making up stories, and then you see another scene where uh, Kara's in her nightgown and Afton's next to her. He's just um, holding her hand really tightly and the, there are these hunters holding just this, this mutilated corpse of one of the rangers who was a white-haired moon elf. And they're, um, they're a minority of some reason curious about that but she had been she had met a clearly brutal and agonizing end and uh just terrible violent death and kira is absolutely floored by this and there are two other corpses that are just the same <sighs> and afton says kira became pretty reserved after that and uh well no one really knew what to do because we couldn't track or find the fiends. 
then things got worse when our youngest is it Modana? Yeah. Yeah. Modana became ill and uh, I think it had something to do with the fiends. She got corrupted by them somehow because the doctors had no idea what was wrong. Nothing we did worked and she died a slow agonizing death at the age of 30. And um, you can, you see just this scene of uh, Kira holding her her child and sobbing profusely and just lamenting loudly as uh, she screams and cries and Afton um, he is someone who draws in to meet to uh, he just kind of shuts down like you see him just like not even processing it and um, Kira says to Luna I felt it just there and life was numb and I felt empty and worthless but after Linus and my living children Vera and Elton and Alice for me and uh, you see her um, she appears before you you've just been kind of like hearing her and then she um grabs your shoulders and says, Luna, you must kindle the light. I lost all of my hope after Madonna died, but hope isn't born. It's in despair. It's born. And next to her, these four more personages appear as Elvin, Feyre, Alice, and Madonna appear behind her. And Madonna's is the only child that you've seen in this dreamscape memory place. Um, and they all appear. And um, Kira says, we believe that if you take vows or adhere to tenants, that they can empower you. And a tenant that we have in our family is Kindle the Light. But through your acts of mercy and kindness and forgiveness, you kindle the light of hope in the world and beating back despair. And they, they look at you and say, Luna, will you take this vow? Um, yes. But <clears throat> does this have something to do with my lycanthropy, or...? We believe that as your heart changes, that the lycanthropy will be essentially beaten back. Okay. All right, I'll do it. Okay. And uh, so she says, "Do you kneel?" She'll kneel. Okay. Yeah. Then the family forms a circle around you. And uh, they place one hand on your shoulder, and they place the other hand on one of the other shoulder, and they like form a circle. Morona is also part of the circle, but she floats, so that's how she does that. Um, has a small child. Mm-hmm. He can't. He's not tall. And uh, <clears throat> Kira says, "By the will of the Arnold bloodline, 
We seal this vow upon your shoulders that you may proudly bear the light and bring hope to the world. And as this, as you uh, um, stand and accept this, you can feel um, this warm light just filling you as um, the the hope that they basically like pour into you um, kind of like beats away the some of the fears that you had. And you now have Pelican abilities up to level three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Paladin! Sweet Yeah. And, um, you, um, spend, I'll say that you actually spend some time with them, uh, especially with actually Afton, because he's the one that actually teaches you how to use charisma to use spells. Okay. And, um, so you, he, it's actually enjoyable because you get to actually know these people and you see the, um, kind of like the, like, you know how in families there, like, are these streaks of personality that, like, remain true? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, you're like, you are my family, and you get that sense that, yeah, this is your family. Mm-hmm. And, um, you also learn that some of the songs that you grew up and knew are songs that actually originated with Afton. You just didn't know that they originated with him. Oh. That's kind of fun. Good for him. Yeah. And uh, after that, after like, you're, you're done and you spend time with them, you see them stand and the uh, start to fade. They say, we're always with you. And the bodies fade and you can see just personages all around you so you recognize Lionel and Elfrida who taught you before, the people you met today, and you notice that many of them, amongst these many people, are strong, proud, dire wolves. One in particular catches your eye with a lofty, like, beautiful white mane, and uh, your eyes meet this wolf, and you hear the name Luna being called to you. And oddly, the dog also looks around expectantly at the name Luna, and you wake up. Okay. You wake up. Is that grandpa's dog on... that I was named after? We named the dog Indiana. Work. <laughs> so, uh, you wake up on the floor of the mausoleum, and your grandmother and father are kind of leaning over you, like, what, are you okay? I just imagine and like, then, or something. Yeah, like, she's just like, <laughs> and then you hear just this, like, mama bear voice saying, move! <laughs> As Jade comes into view, and she throws, and she just picks you off the ground and hugs you tightly. And she's like, oh, Luna. You're back. It's just like, I'm so sorry I couldn't be here when you got back. They just insisted that I stay at the, the trial for my unique view. It's just like, she kind of rolls her eyes. <laughs> Well, you know, because I... I'm just like, you weren't even there. <laughs> well, I wanted you to be there, but I told them you were very ill, which is kind of true, and um, could not come. 
and that I didn't know where the others were, which is also true because I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she just does that the mom things where she fixes your hair and her her. You just take in. She has green eyes, right? There's yeah. Some, I imagine. Yeah, wild green eyes. Just gonna look over you, and she hugs you again. And while you're just smooshed against her breast, you notice that um, her Mylukia druidic totem has quietly been replaced with a Hevesta totem. Aww. Hevesta's the god, Aww. the druidic goddess of motherhood. Aww, she's so supportive. It's like ultra supportive. Yeah. yeah. Ultra supportive. You're mom, me, so. my daughter. Screw you, god. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm gonna worship someone else at the Pantheon, so. Yeah, and, you left um, her in her uh, time of need. How dare you? How dare her? We're gonna speak with a different <laughs> manager <you>. now. <laughs> we don't shop here anymore. <laughs> Putting the shop in worship. What? Nothing. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's sweet, though. Oh my gosh. It's too good. Yeah, she, uh. Luna, you are mentally tired, but physically you've just been lying on the ground. Mm. And um, you're kind of getting used to this um, change of, of things and uh, mm-hmm. of like information being pressed upon you. Mm-hmm. So like you're, you're like really brain tired. Your body's like okay. And um, so basically, all of you get up and start going back to the house. You tell Anita. To, to make some uh, uh, honeyed floral tea. Me caffeine. And <laughs> I'm sure they have a plan with caffeine that they can put in that Jade grows. And um, Jade. What well, names? Jade goes on to say. <clears throat> um, well, the Korg wanted to know wanted me to stay because of my unique position because I am married to a human noble but also part of the elven principalities kind of but basically what's happening is that the elven courts didn't want to step on the toes of the drow matriarchy too much that old toe de Velios his father I pity that poor child that nanny's terrible he came with his one of his sons, I think, it looked a lot like him. Poor kid. She kind of like, poor kid was scared of the little shadow. Um, but anyway, uh, the elven principalities have de- decided to essentially take a, I think it's called a, this is Tiffany, I think it's called a plea bargain where, um, Basically, the drow were like, look, we're kind of sorry this happened, but we don't see it as legal problems, so we'll compensate you. And, um, the Velios agreed to take the compensation. And, um, his compensation would be a new wife. So. They were trying to keep you, was it? What? <laughs> when it's like, that's not why they were trying to keep you, was it? She's like, oh, I hope not. But no, he wanted a new wife from the drought. Oh. She's like, yeah, it turns out they picked, um, 
Some some woman named uh what was it? Uh Brayden? Deirdre Brayden. Brayden. Deirdre. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know her? Yeah. We stayed with her. Oh. We're in there. Oh. I explain why they picked her. Wait a minute, yeah, we know Deirdre. Mm-hmm. It's Ray Eric's mom. Yeah. Wasn't she on house arrest? How's this gonna affect her ankle brace? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. You've been pardoned. Oh, now we passed you on to someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, you're free, like, but you're drow... someone else's problem. Yeah, like the drought basically are like, you started this problem, you're gonna finish this problem. <laughs> <laughs> and so um you don't know that's like essentially what's been proposed to happen. Okay. That's good too. <laughs> um, wife. Well, um, he he wanted a um, a noble woman who was a um, a mage. Sure. And um, yeah, it seems he wants. I mean, I she's just like Ugh, that poor woman. She kind of gags a little. That poor woman. He probably wants to breed and have more magic oh. children with him. Ah, oh. oh, topsiders, they don't understand what they're buying. <laughs> they never understand <laughs> what's gonna happen. Just <laughs> like you did with those other kids, and just... <sighs> anyway, um, Yeah, so that's what he The uh, elven principality is actually kind of into it, because they're hoping that this union will help you, will help ties between the matriarchy and the principality. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like, I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe it could, but also, oh gosh, it's just like, it's just, just like, have you met Billy? It was, he was terrible. Um, I was with Tarina for a while. I heard her stories. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just, and, um, we'll go, we'll say at, like, this point, Luna, if you want to, you can go and look for the other party. Yeah, I think I would look for them. You find the boys instead, and they take you on a different adventure. <laughs> 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 We're partying! <laughs> Relax, Callie, jeez. Yeah, so, um, we're gonna go to the other So, as a group, you guys are, are writing, and, um... Kayanthi, do you want to weigh into the the marriage conversation post-conversation? Um, pretty much... No, I've been away. I've been AFK. So, uh, pretty much Ellie had a question as to have, has Kiara been married before? Because the way that she weighed in on the conversation of marriage, and her very matter-of-fact... But it has nothing to do with love. It's all about it. So marriage is merely a contract between two people. That's it. <laughs> Don't really need love for to, to make it work. Because <laughs> that's where she's from. And so Ellie's just like, oh, so have you been married? It's like, oh, no. I was busy building my martial status. It would have been one of the things that were on the way were I not on my way out. So uh, <laughs> that didn't happen. And, uh... and then so... Yeah, and so Ellie was confused. It's just like... Well, my parents, when they talk about marriage, they loved each other, and then they got married, and Kiara confused, like, all, it's probably a human thing. <laughs> They're human, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, that, that tracks. She made a wide blanket assumption because she has no idea. <laughs> Throw a net. Hopefully it catch a fish. <laughs> yeah. And Lionel was like, yeah, that's pretty accurate. And then he's going to marry for love. Um, mm. Well, it, he says, like, it basically depends on typically depends on where they are in socioeconomics. Like if they're a farmer, they're not going to marry that. Yeah, this conversation left uh, Kiara slightly confused, but uh, feeling like, okay, well, it's just one of those things I'll, I'll figure out eventually. I'm not quite sure, but uh, she didn't, she, she's just like, oh, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, yeah, and then, uh, Bracus? He came up yeah. and and he gave right. uh, and he gave Lionel homework. <laughs> gave him the grocery list. Yeah. Give him groceries. Ah. <laughs> all right. Well, for what Kayanthi would do with all this conversation swirling about her, hmm, I don't know. Because like, I mean, like out of character for me, I never actually developed her own parents that much. I never even thought about the breakdown. I just thought about the siblings. So. I'm sure Kayanthi has, like, no opinion about marriage whatsoever besides, like, oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah, it's your siblings were old enough that, like, you were basically... Would you say that you were raised more by your siblings than your parents? Yes. Probably, yeah. Especially yeah. the sister, yeah. So I yeah, feel like Kayanthi doesn't really have, like, a concept of, like, oh, we get married and then we have babies. She hasn't thought of that yeah, yet. Like you're, She's I always imagine on the run away from her family. So I don't know. She's just She probably would just be, like, um... Well, it sounds like it's more trouble. A lot of trouble to do such a thing. Very. <laughs> I'm sure she would love it, but she's just a little like, oh, this seems a little out of my element. <laughs> oh, look at those clouds! <laughs> <laughs> like my Whoa. old friend Grinky. I wonder what he's up to. I don't know. <laughs> and Grumpy Dwarf and the Dragonborn guy. <laughs> Yeah. But that's what happened while you were away. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. And McKenna became a paladin, so. I did I did see that. I was, I, <laughs> I, I was listening to the latter half. Yeah. I just, I'm just now on the screen. Hi. Yes, she's now up. So you get, uh, you ride through the city astride two wolves, and you notice that the city has integrated itself around the trees, which is different because most human cities will level the ground and just level the trees and just make it flat and then build up. But here they built around the trees. And uh, there's a, like, those of you who are familiar with the elder principalities, that's a distinct elder influence where, like, they build around the trees mm -hmm. and it's very, like, organic in that sense where they don't move. They try to, like, not disturb the plant life as much as possible. Although they'll even, like, integrate themselves into like living in the trees or you know having tree houses are actually pretty popular but here the um the difference is that they have a-framed houses on the ground just around the trees uh, trees are large and tall with deep greens and there's distinctive red bark that is stark against the vibrant and rich hues of the pine needles the paths uh, carve around the trees and rocks and houses and even in the market. Oh, sorry. I watched the wrong part. Um, I watched the wrong description. And then you ride up to the market. 
Kira finds a lot of this. To her, it's a lot of visual noise, but um, it's like an interesting inverse of green spikes going upward versus black blue spikes going downward. Yeah. So she's she she kind of likes the visual clutter, especially if it has a canopy because it feels a little bit homier. Yeah. Yeah, there's less sky. Yeah. <laughs> and so she's she's kind of into it. Are there any rivers? <laughs> oh, uh, we have um they don't have like a giant river, but they have a lot of like small streams that go through town. Ah, that's normal. So she likes that. Lake, that much I remember. Ah. Yeah, they go to a, a big lake. So there's like a big lake, and then a lot of like there are. I don't know what the exact. It wouldn't. I don't. Maybe it's a brook. Is a brook bigger than a stream? But um, basically. Usually, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you look around. Body. They're big enough that you would need like a bridge to go over them, and they're deep enough to do your laundry. Um. But they're not like they're not like Mississippi. She notes that it doesn't smell salty like the ocean does, but she does also note that it's blue, just like Kenny said. He was not lying about the water being blue and the sky being blue, <laughs> or the bonfire. Bonfire in the sky. Bonfire in the sky. <laughs> what if it falls? So at the the market, you're, it's like earlyish in the morning. You guys didn't need to sleep. Um, it's a quiet crowd. It's like when the grandmas and grandpas are out shopping and see some grandmas like holding up fruit and like turning them in their hands and knocking it and then like some grandpas are like talking shop to the butchers if they prepare the meat and, and like package it. Um, you guys pass by. Lionel pulls out his well, uh, not laundry list, grocery list and starts um, bargaining and um, you guys can see a number of a uh, number of shops. Like you have an armors, a scroll works, Sotra's specialty goods, a grocery market, and um, there's the warden's lodge. So you just kind of walk around and absorb all these things. <clears throat> you actually notice a a woman that is a, an elven sun elf. Ooh, it sticks out like a sore thumb here. And Lionel walks up to her and he's like, oh, hey, nephew. And she looks a little bit older than you guys, but age is still kind of weird because of elves. Um, but biologically, she's, she likes this. She's, she's a 25-year-old elf, so... We're all, like, yeah. 19. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, like, if she's, like, a 25-year-old elf, that means she's, like, really young? Yeah, I mean, she look. that means according to the humans, she's an adult because she looks like an adult and she's 25, but according to her parents, she's not. She's okay. a baby. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so biologically, eh, she is so bad. Okay. Yeah. Well, that answers the question of, of elves aging, so. I'm 99 and I just turned into an adult. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to find, there we go. Oh, hey, nephew. And, uh, he rides over. Sorry. These are Luna's friends, and it's an elf woman. She has these, she's a, she's really exotically, uh, like, pretty. 
Uh, she has cold lined eyes. You can see that she has this linen that's it's a, it's a nice linen. It's a like, fine quality, and um, you actually notice that those of you who have been to Celiana's um, palace, you notice that she actually is wearing one of Celiana's grand dresses. And she has this, it's a cream colored shift that has a gradient from this yellow orange to like this dark red along the, um, the like hem of it. Hmm. And uh, she puts out her hand and she says, oh, it's nice to meet you. I'm Nephi. My father's soter runs this shop. And um, she looks at Lionel like, you know Lionel, then you know Block. The locksmith's definitely. <laughs> Kiara takes a minute. Oh. Like, yeah, my dad buried his mom. Oh. She just, it has to click. And it just takes a little bit longer for it to click. She's like, She's like yeah, right. we, we immigrated from the southern continent all the way over to here. Mm. And she takes that information quite easily, but you get the feeling she's probably distracted because her eyes keep drifting down to the red part of the dress. She really likes the color red. It's very nice. <laughs> hmm. Pleasure to meet you. My name's Kiara. She, she just remembers. Oh, mm-hmm. pleasure to meet you. My name's Kiara. Hi, nice. nice to meet you. Hmm. And she, she looks over at Ella. Yeah. Ella. Yeah. Hi, I'm Ellie. Hi. I'm Kayambi Nemar. Nice to meet you. Oh, nice to meet you. What? Did you uh, come with the rescue party? Hold on. I'm... For me, what's the rescue party? <laughs> oh, sorry, I was waiting we with. Yeah, the people that we were She's with. She's like the um, the group that went out to bring Linda in. Uh, I suppose they were a rescue party. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of what we wound up calling it. Hmm. Yes, we found the party. <laughs> Kristen is confused. We're the rescue party? Hold on. We were the okay. rescued yeah. party. Her dad ran the rescue, rescue party. party. Yeah. So this is, she's talking about, um, so Luna's dad formed the rescue party. In Burkis, they called it the rescue party because they were going to rescue Luna. So that so huge band of people party. that we got to travel with for a while, those were our rescuers, technically. Yeah. So, like, that's... They rescued us from Odo. Oh, they absolutely rescued us from uh, from the woods. The woods in and the wood is in the woods in. There we go. Okay. Kristen's brain is caught up now. Kayathi goes like, Well, we were there when they arrived, but we've been traveling with Luna for some time. Oh. You must have traveled a lot. Uh, some longer than others. <laughs> Kiara's slight correction. Uh, some longer than others indicates the other two. <laughs> it's been wonderful to see Luna's home. It's so lively. Uh, she's like, you know, I didn't think I'd like Vergus as much as I did. And she's, she basically is like, I'm used to a lot of sand and, uh, you know, there's a beauty to the desert. It's very cold here compared to that. And then she, she, you watch as her eyes just kind of follow. Like another thing you've noticed about Vergus is that people wear less clothing. 
Like, it's totally normal for men to just not wear a shirt. Like, no one thinks it's weird. They just don't wear a shirt. Uh, um, barbarians. Yes. And then, like, women wear, like, crop tops. And, like, all of them are basically farmers or smiths or hunters. So everyone here is usually pretty buff. So, like, a bunch of really... Yes. Yes. So... Arms, abs, and leg day. I love it here. <laughs> having the feeling that Vargas's main export is a uh, sexy calendars. Sexy <laughs> calendars. <laughs> main export abs. abs. We find one of those stores, <laughs> and we should get one. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's the main export of Vargas. Anyway, but anyway, can I? Um, I like that. Thank you. <laughs> Candy, um, to um, uh, what's her name again? Neffy. 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 In response to Neffy talking about like how the scenery is a bit different there, uh, Campy would say, well, the scenery, it does vary depending on where you are, but mostly it's just the atmosphere. It, it feels very, almost like a sanctuary, considering well, other places I've visited. She's like, you can't, you, she weighs the, the, the weight in your words, and she's, I understand what you mean. There's, um, she's like, there's a lot less racism here. It's really nice. There's still some, but it's better than a lot of places. And honestly, getting better here. She's, she, um, kind of leans over and says, it was, uh, kind of rough on my stepbrother. One of his only drowned town. Yeah, you know, kids are mean, but. We found good friends, and she kind of nods at, at Lionel, who's busy bartering and trying to bargain down some prices, and uh, he's it's doing it with... No, it's, it's a cabbage, and the guy seems particularly flummoxed with him. No! You gotta pay X amount for cabbages. <laughs> and, like, but, and Lionel's trying to, like, use his charms to, like, just kind of, like, mark it down a little. Um, <laughs> you can say, like, um, you know how, like, Luna will fort to... Uh, her ways in a lot of instances. It's a family trait, I see. Family trait. <laughs> oh, it all makes sense. I understand. I thought that was part of the bartering up here. <laughs> Starting to that was normal for everyone up here, honestly. I would like to think they get it from Jade. I just think Mark is I think so. Yeah. Mark's a little too straight-laced for that. Yeah. One. You're gonna give this to me. Yes, that's precisely how that works. Nice doing business with you. <laughs> yeah, and like the thing about Lionel is that it's like all with his eyes. It's like, it's like no. smooth operator. Yeah, it's all with his eyes, and he knows how to like lean in and like. Um, Jared, you rode with him, so you know that he he smells like distinctly. Of, I think we. It's like I've been in that bag. And that nutmeg. It smells like... That's his natural B.O. It just smells nice. It's just magically nice. Nutmeg B.O.? I'm worried about what he's yeah. eating. I thought it was cologne or aftershave. No, it's, 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 uh, it's his ranger subclass. Oh, okay. <laughs> smells wonderful. He's on his body. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, I mean, that would make sense, actually, as a ranger, because, like... Ah, the Christmas treats cotton cottage. Yes. Really I smell size. like a nice spice forest. That's exactly my scent. Cast <laughs> hunter's cinnamon sticks. Oversection. Sorry, I'm just. <laughs> and Kara and, uh, just sort of like, huh. 
Uh, well, it's so, good that he um, made friends. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, Luna and Lionel and uh, Rolf and Strilda have been pretty tight for a long time. She's just like, you see Lionel, like, turn his head and be like, uh, the name of his Strilda, and she's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. And Kiara just sort of takes a moment to let that sit, then she's like, Hmm. Speaking of luck, he's been elected to show us his home. Just, you know, on that one's behalf. <laughs> on that one's orders. <laughs> and she's just like, oh, well, you're looking like a volunteer. Mm-hmm. Actually, it can be pretty. She's like, believe it or not, you're actually in for a treat. <laughs> I, and, she, and she's like looking around. She's like, oh, I presume so. I presumed as much. It's been a quite nice ride up here. Less bright. <laughs> She's like a, a little less bright than usual. Oh, and you know, continue to make small talk, and you know, yeah. If you look at her goods, there's um a couple of um they actually sell like minor magic items. So there's like clothes of mending, and. Uh, we could have used those when Luna yeah, was yeah. a freaking werewolf. Uh, we could use oh. that for one of ours, actually. <laughs> oh, these clothes of mending? Yes, and oh, Lionel okay. seems to do, is, is a good boy, and he's about to go to the next stall, so as he's passing, she just grabs him by his lapel and yanks him a little harder than expected. <gasps> She's like, oh, hey, you know, now that you're here. <laughs> Glad you're here, yank pool. It's like, oh, it's like, oh, you're shopping with the house money. Your sister needs those. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Alright. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's... Magic word I with mean, sister. <laughs> just like, yep, he's like, okay, alright. Yeah, since, so, like, uh, the, the, she's been very half-naked... But I guess that's like, and then like looking around like I mean, Burkis, and I'm like, I guess that's a normal thing. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> okay. He he um. Feel the stripes make herself conscious though. So Lionel, I rolled for it, um, and Lionel, Lionel's charisma went out. So he actually talks down. This is like, come on, Effie, it's Roberta, and she's just like, all right, fine, I'll have fifteen off, and so he buys it for eighty-five gold instead of hundred gold. And, um, it's packaged nicely. Can I help with that? With uh, the, the buying or with, with, with like the, the bartering? Because oh like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I like to think he's arguing it down. And Kiara has a different way of bargaining, and it's more of like the drow direct, where she's just like, uh-huh. "Oh, uh, it has been quite hard. She has been quite sick lately, and I do feel that my cloak has had a little bit more wear in it since it's been half used and half abused by the changing. It's been really tough on her." Honestly, how she's gone by this far is just it's just on the it's just on the good graces of the team. Ain't that right, Keanthi? <laughs> she looks at Keanthi. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be like, Oh, um, we have certainly been doing everything we can. She hasn't really been paying attention to help our dear friend in this item would be very helpful. She's looking at something completely different. Good job, Team Dad. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Your new dad paid attention. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, like, she's, 
As you're t- you're just pouring on the the, it's been very hard for a lunar. You see Nephi just kind of like wilting under like the sheer weight of the drow directness. It's not even that she's stern. She just has this like deadpan look, and she's like, "Ah, oh, yes, it is unfortunate. Quite unfortunate that fire really did get rid of everything, didn't it? And it's just terrible." <laughs> <laughs> And Lionel just um, pulls it out. He has to like pull out of a couple of different purses, <laughs> and they count it out. And it's packaged in a little box, some ribbon, and um, love it. So, what color is it? Um, actually, it should be yellow. Actually, yeah, yeah. it should be yellow. That's her new color. It's this pretty yellow color. That's yeah. Bright, yeah, right and sunshiny. It's like, ah, oh, this seems suited. It's suited to her, actually. Let's set out the nice chestnut color of her hair. And so when oh, the deal yeah. is, <laughs> once the deal is, she just pats him and just like, good job. <laughs> just like pats him like that and keeps looking at the other things. Uh, thanks. <laughs> you did exactly what we asked. Good job. <laughs> I. Yes, Ellie. Oh, yeah, no, I was gonna say, um, Ellie is probably looking at the clothes and seeing how the clothes is wildly different from what she's wearing and how (laughs) a lot of them are, like, barely even close. It's like, this looks too small. No, wait, no, this is the full thing. Okay. That's Um, a whole thing. (laughs) And I, like, turn to, like, Kianti and I'm like, I feel like we're, like, under, not underdressed, but overdressed. And I, like, start to, like, kind of... Um, hitch, uh, up hitch up, skin. hitch up my dress a little bit to try to show a little bit more skin. And I'm like, right? It's, you think we're a little overdressed for this town? I feel we're quite normal. Kiara has full play on. Like, <laughs> I feel I'm quite normal, <laughs> quite comfortable actually. <laughs> yeah. Okay, oh, is just gonna like, well, um, if you feel that you would be more comfortable showing off more, if that is up to you, I. Don't see an issue either way. Questionable. <laughs> Lionel, um, what would Lionel's like casual wear be? Oh, I don't know. For some reason, it feels like a deep crop top, crop top, V neck, crop top, armbands, braces. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, she's like turning into an anime character. I'm like super into it. Okay, He's Envy sure. from Full sure. Metal. And so, like, <laughs> the anime character. I know him. Yeah, so he's got like, um, I mean, I guess she's gonna wear a crop top with a v neck and an armband. And, um, it's pretty normal. Like, that's the fashion of the time. Uh, he has loose fitted pants. Um, it's, uh, I believe it's fall now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's the early part of fall. So, uh, uh, it's not, it's a little chilly, but like to them, it's not cold enough to like wear more. Um, so, and like part of me really wants to put him in a bandana. I'm not sure why, but I'm not sure. Like a bandana top or like. No, like across his forehead. He he pulls one out and then he just like old puts his hair up with it. He's like, "All right, fine. No, we got to haggle now, and you're gonna make me bust a sweat doing it." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's cold and you're sweating me, bruh. Bruh. And then like mid, he's just like, "Come on, Niffy," and he like pulls his hair out, and, like fluffs it around. 
She's just like, I'll do it for Luna, not for you. <laughs> I know your ways, Lionel. I babysat you, so shut up. <laughs> okay. Okay, then please. <laughs> please? That's better! Uh, um, are there any, like... So, like, what is the... So, are the colors, like, uh, yellows and reds and greens? Or are there any, like, reds yeah. or purples or violets? Um, roll, roll for it. You can find uh, a red. It just be harder to find. Uh, DM wife, I am... Since I've been looking at clothes, I am gonna grab the first thing that I uh, that I see. I am um, Ellie is so much uh, impulse fire. I got an eight. Nothing red. <laughs> um, I'll say you can find like a red like napkin or something like that if you really wanted to get that. Oh my gosh, you can tie it around. Yeah, you can tie it around your arm. Yeah. It's an armband now. Yeah, you go to the armband station and you find some red armbands. There's a red, it's actually pretty nice. It's like a red beaded armband and it has a leather tie and you can kind of like tighten it. And it has that like slip knot where it, um, it tightens and you can like do another knot where it <laughs> Kara finds it interesting. Hmm. And the, the seller's like, armband for the lady, and he like pulls it out and he's like, to try it on. I could try it on. She's like, oh, I could try it on. <clears throat> and, and when she does put it on, she's like, oh, Kanthi, what do you think? <laughs> oh gosh. So. Yeah. What's your main, your main color is like a lot of blue, right? And you got like a red little armband on it? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, is going to be like, oh, okay. I love it how it stands out. And she's going to reach down and like, like retight so everything is like pristinely so. and tidy and tight and no weird cookies. Streamline, no no frays, no frazzles. Yeah, she's like, finally, my element. And she's going <laughs> to tuck it all in perfect, right? Yes, now it is perfectly arrayed. And uh, he pulls out, um, yeah, yeah, I think this towel would be, like, he pulled out a mirror, it's not like a super fancy mirror or anything, but he has a mirror and he shows it to you, and you can see yourself in it. Hmm. <laughs> she it's, it's probably when uh, when the mirror's out that she sees herself she sees people walking behind her she sees the vendor she sees the armband she sees how very much she's wearing she's like oh huh <laughs> hmm. she does Perhaps like in, hmm? in the the seller sees you like like zoning out he's like perhaps like in a color Oh no, the color isn't the problem. I just realized I understand what Ellie meant earlier. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and he, he kind of like looks at your armor and he's like, yeah. It's yeah. a different fashion here for sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I'll take it anyway. Uh, wait, how much is it? I have five gold. Yes, I'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Woo! 
Oh, and when she doesn't wear it, she wraps her her uh, her little journal in it. Yeah. Oh, yay! Yay! Yeah. How many silvers of gold? Uh, ten. I think it's ten. Ten. I can math. So it's five silver. So it's five. Yeah. So okay, yeah. All right, cool. She pays the man. <laughs> is gonna grab the first thing that kind of okay. that kind of stands out that probably doesn't isn't too expensive and is gonna try it on. Are you um are you just looking at clothing or are you? I'm still... looking at clothing. Okay, is it? Are you still by Nephi's dude or did you move to another area? Uh, I I would wander. Okay, yeah, because Nephi only like they only have like minor magical stuff or like some higher end things. Um, so yeah, you have to wander and you can find um, some <clears throat> some yeah, I guess it would be like some linens and some cottons, and uh, you find a. Uh, I'm I'm trying to fit in. Yeah, you, to find, find you, you wander until you find, like, basically, like, the hot shop of, like, where the top shops are. Yes. And, the, <laughs> and, um, like, the hot thing to wear here, would you think, I mean, how much skin do they really show in a, like, are they, are we going to talk miniskirts and crop tops, or do they just do pants and crop top? Like, I mean, they do miniskirts and crop tops in, like, the summer, but since it's starting to get into fall, they'd start wearing, you know, like, actual pants and... Jackets and maybe even full length shirts. Cutoffs. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's yeah, that's kind of what you find. Most of them are greens and yellows. Mm-hmm. Green and yellows blues, they tend to be in that spectrum and then they might be neutral colors. I am going to get a yellow crop top. Okay. But of course when I put it on it turns green. Cause I'm just like, yeah, I can be matches of lunar. Then I put it on. I was like, oh yeah. Aww. It is so bright against green. So bright. Oh, you look like an aspen grove. <laughs> and now, Kaon, I guess I should get some clothes for Kaonthi if we're all doing a shop day. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, Kaonthi is gonna be like very like, you know, geeky out. Like, mm, what do we have here? You helped me, so I follow you around. <laughs> Please. All right, so I'll, she Kathy still needs to stick with her red color because red's red's ball. Red um, mm-hmm. Wait, no, the outfit she's in right now is less red now, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a it's like a sunset. Yes, yes. Okay. Anyway, she's I forgot her, her eyes are teal now than what I had before. You know. Anyway. Um. All right then. I don't know. I don't know what I'm looking for, but that's uh, okay, so I would like I to know. imagine like our shopping methods are completely opposite. I grab the first thing that bounces <laughs> out, yeah, and you're just like, mm, "What about this and this?" And I'm just like, "What about this?" And you're like, "No, what about this?" No, I think this one looks great. It's like that's like that's even brighter than the last one. <laughs> Luna, you could have found them in the market by now. Yeah, she either found them or walked. Would she have known they were going to the last place? She could have ended up walking there to beat them there, but whichever one you think she would have been um, faster. I think she like could have easily ran into Bracket and just like I said that she Okay. Yeah. 
just show up at the market, but you'll be more close than the average person around there because, you know, fur and other uncomfortable oh, things. Oh, something I forgot to mention. So, um, sorry, I just had a lot of lines. You, after you wake up, the fur has retracted about a fourth. Okay. Yeah, so you can like visibly- Like surface area or length? Uh, like surface area. Okay. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. There you go, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> it's retracted, um, like, so, like, the, uh, like, your hands, it's retracted from your hands and from, like, your face. So you could, mm -hmm. like, basically cover up a lot of it at this point. Okay. And the- the, the the veins are no longer all blackened, or are they still there? They've receded. Okay. Um, yeah, they've receded. Um, but the, the like where the bite origin is, it's still veined. Uh, and so like, you get the notion that like it's working. You just have to be used to it. Okay. All right. So cool. unless uh, unless Kenna wants to do a very special introduction thing, as soon as Kaonthi sees Luna, she's going to be like. Ooh, what happened? Alright, so do whatever you want. Yeah, so while you you're, you know, Kaonthi, you're just kind of looking through the cloth, and you see a corner I see Luna coming down through one of the winding paths of the market. Ellie's showing uh, Kiara a top, and Kiara's like, I'm not going to fit that. <laughs> that will not fit. And, uh, and I mean, it stretches, like, oh, right? It won't. It, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were hides much, <laughs> but here they wear tight stuff here. <laughs> yes, I am aware. Yes, I am aware. <laughs> Our, well, how far away is Luna from us? You just like see her like fifteen feet away, so you can wave her down. Okay, then you can shout, All right. wave, dance. All right, about. so Kathy is gonna like look over, and I guess we're gonna see Luna there. And Kaopi is just gonna be like, you know, like, you know, come up to her because she looks like way healthier than way before. Yeah. And she probably just drop whatever she's holding onto and like walk towards Luna, like, Luna? Yeah. Yes, you're Luna? Oh my goodness. Yes. <gasps> and Kaopi's just gonna be like, oh, wow, come here, come here. I'm here. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's coming here. <laughs> I'm here. Kathy is just like really excited to show off a uh, shinier, happier looking Luna to Kara <laughs> and Ellie. And so she's going to be just waiting for them to figure out th whatever outfit they're talking about. <laughs> Luna! Uh, uh, I show my hands now. I I saw I and uh... Well, Kelly, I don't have hands. They don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> I and the stripes are dying down. Yeah. <laughs> All I have to do is talk to a bunch of dead people. What? Oh, sorry, I that does work out. Like that. I could have helped with that in some way, I think. <laughs> and Kiara's like, that so, makes sense. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> for some reason, that's not like the weirdest thing that we've encountered. <laughs> but, uh, I can't begin to say how how wonderful you look in comparison. This is oh, thank you. Fantastic. Yeah, you look great. How was it? Oh, it was interesting. Apparently, there's been a lot of really sad death in my family. But we're supposed to be happy about it. Mm. People died, or...? Happy no. that they're dead? <laughs> ha! 
happy that they lived. And Kiara just looks at the both of them like they're insane. Happy that they lived. Oh. Well, she's the most perplexing. Can't see. Can't explain it to her. Can't you know? Because Torbio reacts and she's like, happy that they lived. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Happy that they have each other. Yeah. That makes more and sense. Connection and family. That's where they find hope. It's in love. Yeah. Yeah. And they take an oath to kindle the light. What is that? Oh. I'm not sure. I feel like there's a number of things that can mean. So maybe I just need to light a few things on fire and see what happens. But, um,. Maybe you need to kindle the dead. So maybe, because if... I mean, we already practiced cremation, but... How about whatever's working for you, keep it up, because you're looking better for it. Okay, that's a good, that's a good train of thought. I like that. Oh, so your brother has a parcel for you now. <laughs> yeah, I was I, I yeah, he's... Lionel's, like, um, if you stalls down, he's, like, packing the grocery onto the dogs. It's can I scare crazy. him? Um, yes. Yeah, make a, make a stealth roll. Do it, do it. Okay. Nice. <laughs> can I get guidance on this? Uh, I yeah, pray for should. guidance. I can distract him. <laughs> I like that you're praying to your god or your your family <laughs> to, to, to pray for your brother. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so yes, like you, you, you kind of like say a little prayer. You're like, all right, um, what do you want to say in your prayer? It's been flavorless. Like, help me scare Lionel, it'll be really funny. And then, like, you, <laughs> you just remember, like, you feel kind of like this echo of a, like, oh yeah. And, um, like, you hear, like, um, you feel, um, it would be like, like, I mean, there are lots of siblings within your family, so. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh yes, this is where they, <laughs> this is where they are. Ah <laughs> oh, yes, the spice. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, fourteen. Let me see. Is that? Uh, what is this passive? Oh no! <sighs> Dang it! Can I distract him to help? Uh, yeah, sure. Sure. Excellent. Okay. Roll for distraction. <laughs> or deception. Nope, that didn't help. <laughs> Can I roll for deception? Deception, yeah. Alright. Mm, it's 15 plus 2. It's 17. Ah, 17! Okay. 17. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, alright, so collectively, um, so what happens is Luna starts to sneak up on him, and then Kiara, you see him, like, about to turn, and go and, like, and, and Luna would be in his line of vision, so, you, you know, you leap over there and, and begin to, what do you do? <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> I nitpick. Are you sure you have the tight on tight enough? It looks a little loose over here on this side. <laughs> I never heard of such a thing. Show it to me. <laughs> never heard of it. Show it to me. It's just like. <laughs> I'll show you. I'll show you. <laughs> it's a 
challenge. <laughs> Never heard of it. He's like, he rolled the sleeves, and he's like, I don't even have sleeves. And he's just like, <laughs> pulls up the cuff. <laughs> and he's like, I'll take this, this, and you. Mm. He has more flourishes than necessary, and she just looks like, mm hmm. <laughs> you count my ranger skill? <laughs> it's very impressive. I was wrong. I stand corrected. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm So, like, if it's meant for like adventuring, it'd be okay. So, it's um, yeah. a yellow, it is a nice tunic. yellow tunic, tunic crop tunic, yes, with a matching pants set. No, okay, steadily shows the drawing. <laughs> that it's not green, that it was yellow, but oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that color on you, Ellie. Thanks, it's the only one that shows on me. Your shirt's three silver. Yeah. Aw, thanks, guys. Oh, that'll be yeah. so nice. Man, why did yeah. I have that when Odo was around? <laughs> well, now you have it. <laughs> well, now you have it and he's not here. So it's just as useful. And uh, Keon just like pat silver and where did Keon? Where did Keon go? <laughs> Where's Ellie? <laughs> uh, I mean, there. I think there's still the clothing stall. It um, comes with the yeah. It, does, it comes with the jig and the pants. So you have like your main core outfit. Yay! Honestly, I'm just having trouble visualizing what the outfits around here look like. So I don't know what to pick. You know what I mean? Is it all like tube tops and mini skirts? What's going on? Uh, let me see if I Barbarian can... chic. Barbarian yeah, chic. Barbarian yeah, chic. yeah, that's what I was like kind of thinking. Google Barbarian like, chic D and D like, Kind of like hides and, <laughs> and stuff. Wait, no, I might actually have a bunch of pictures of a, like a number of leathers and Right. Let me see if I can find like a good reference picture. I did Google mm -hmm. Barbarian yeah, yeah. Chic and they're very busty looking. <laughs> 
Yes, they had both cheeks out. That's great. <laughs> there you go, something this like is that. The most... Legs. <laughs> sure. Legs. Yeah, legs. 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 Oh gosh, like that. This this is the most important in D D. Fashion. <laughs> Fashions. Fashion. Clothes. Fashion. Especially when it comes to barbarians. They're the most fashionable. Here's this awesome magical item. It doesn't go with my outfit though. This go I don't need armor I'm a barbarian. My, I got <laughs> <laughs> I'll just rage my way through it. Yeah. Yeah, so it's Okay. Yeah. Alright, so I feel like chaos would be we pick out like some sort of like vest thing and maybe it's not like okay. a she would have abs. You know she'd have abs. Yeah, she would have that. Yeah, yeah, she would. You know, come on. Abs, but she probably would have showed off. So probably like the, the, the what she has, she would probably buy like a nice little vest thing uh, with a hood on it. She like wear it over her head. Um, she got a little bit of abs showing off there, but otherwise I feel like she's gonna have like really full pants, you know, kind of like loose but still like. A... Okay, so is it like a vest? So does it? Is it like a shirt that's like buttoned with a hood and then there's nothing underneath? Or does she have a shirt with a vest over it? Sure, and then there's a vest over it. Oh. Okay, so yeah, she can like tie her shirt up with a little bit of ab, the vest on. Yes. And you'll like fold up your excess. Yeah, you take out like your excess outer robe and fold it up. Yeah, and, and then, then maybe everyone will just stare at how buff Kayanthi is. Because you don't usually see her otherwise. Yeah, like, usually she is clothed in her voluminous robes, so, like, for the first time you really notice that she has, like, these really, um, defined arms. Strong. And, uh, just def- <laughs> yeah, yeah you- like, the, the training montages and, uh, that she does, like, every morning are, are you know, there you, go. Uh, you, they, they, you see the evidence of it. She's got, like, master yankee arms. I remember before, um, the mm-hmm. outfit change that uh that Serena was beautifully created um i was thinking of like totally like giving her like short sleeves and like showing off more of the muscles but it didn't happen that's okay i could do a version where her sleeves are like there's a cincher so like her arms are like showing and they're buff but like they're just because because they do shorten up the sleeves sometimes yeah i was like hood arms legs boom and then I'll just make an entire compendium of all of our outfits eventually. (laughs) Come on, we're dungeon tail. Yeah. Yeah. All the outfits. Anyway, yeah. She's like a nice shirt and then like a leather thing with a hood and pants. I think Kiara really liked Nephi's dress, so I think she'd probably want something closer to that. Like, even if she can't wear everything there, but she'd want something in like an indigo color. Oh, okay. Um, you. How late can we go tonight? It's ten. Um, I'm... how much more do you got for us? I have a couple more scenes. Um, depending on how much you talk, is how long it'll go. Mm. Um, I can be very I... quiet. Yeah. Because you have noticed. <laughs> yeah. I want to be done by eleven, but okay. Yeah, okay. eleven I sounds think... fine to me. Eleven sounds good. Okay, so you get your new outfits. You reunite with Luna. Mm-hmm. Then you, um, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm observing Keonthi's, like, new outfit. I'm like, yeah, you look like a normal Vergasite? Vergasian. Vergasonas. Vergas- 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 Verg
Okay. You're not going to argue about the semantics of the popular. <laughs> and, um, so, uh, we'll say that it's actually, um, we'll say it's county. Um, so, like, you're a little bit further away, you're purchasing your new outfit, and you notice that everyone in the market is, um, they're, they're noticing something. They're kind of turning and whispering and looking at something. And... Dramatic pause. Okay. You you follow the gazes and see a large cart train following uh, rolling into town. Like you you see it you've gathered like um some kind of merchant train coming in and um you notice that in front of the small van leading the cart is this little bald man and a rather flamboyantly dressed drow male. And um, you remember inkling at the back of your mind, you're like, I know these people. You remember way back to Toral. And you remember Colm and Liam were traveling to Burgess. Okay, well, Kristen doesn't remember. Please oh. tell me. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so way back when, this would be like a year ago or more. Yeah, but, that's why um, I don't remember. Essentially, um, and Kira wasn't even here. So Luna found the Locke's biological dad in Toro. Oh, right, yeah, yeah Liam. Liam. Okay. Yeah, Liam, he has first aid. Yeah. And um, he, um, then Luna then talked to him, and um, you guys kind of made this arrangement that he would go to try to meet Bullock under the guise of doing, like, establishing trade in the Human Kingdoms. And, um, Colum is a, is the son of the matriarch of war. Oh. And she's the one that helped you guys. Right. Um, yeah. And, um, Liam is connected to Colum because Liam works for Colum's mom. Right. So what you gather is that Liam and Colum managed to get approved to go on their business trip and they have arrived in town okay great and he's columns the one i gave i found that cool course cursed sword and that one yes portoral and then i gave it to him to receive yes yes okay got it yeah all right cool. he has, yeah he okay, has so cool it's not sword. the one i should be worried about meeting no yeah no, no. he's very friendly. Okay. Well, and Colm told me I could have a super cool bike, but I don't think it remembers. I'm just trying to remember. <laughs> but does Luna remember? <laughs> she might. All right, then. Give me your bike. <laughs> All right, then let's. So, um... yeah. <clears throat> okay, so then I, I would want to approach them. Okay, yeah, you approach them. Okay, you see, um, the crowd is kind of whispering, and um, you see some hunters in the Hunter's Lodge. There's, there are a number of lodges just throughout town. And um, a couple of them come down and you see them go and talk to Liam because he's a little far out there and there's some, some papers exchanged. And um, then they um, nod and like, oh, okay, they kind of wave you in. And the hunters look confused, but they have been... Um, They've seen worse. Appe appeased, appeased. They've been appeased. 
And um, so you run up and uh, pull him by the, the, uh, the cart. It's. Um, It's like this. You recognize it as the card that you actually used before, and um, it's pulled by by animals. And he comes up, and uh, you see. I think it would be Liam um, who would notice you first, and he's like, "Oh, Kaldi, is that you? Hello!" And then Colin's like, "Oh my gosh, Kaldi, hi!" <laughs> he's a lot of energy. He's just like. Pfft. And he's like, oh, sorry, dad. I mean, I mean, not dad. I mean, I don't know what this means anymore. And it's just like, <laughs> comes out. And, um, Colum is a, um, he's just, oh, he's Colum a lot. Okay? He's very fabulous. And he just comes and embraces Kayanthi. He smells like oranges. He smells nice. Yeah. And, um... Anthea is totally surprised. And, she was just gonna be like, Hello, it's so good to see you. And a nice little bow. And then apparently she goes, Whoa. Whoosh. <laughs> and he's like, mm-hmm. I am so glad to see you. And he's just like, Where have you been? What have you been doing? Where is it? Where are your friends? She just bombards you. Yeah. I Luna, been- Luna probably sees this and, like, runs up and hugs Colm and says hi to Liam. <sighs> oh my gosh. Well, we have been uh, fine. He- we, we're much better now than we were before. Hello. It's so good to see you. I'm so glad that you're okay. And he's like, so, um, and he comes over and he's like, so, um, we're kind of, he's like, so it turns out that it would actually be better if I came with Liam on this trip because otherwise we wouldn't have left. So, well, okay, let me start over again. This is the whole story, okay? And so he uh, takes this dramatic bow, and Colin has this, like, glamour to him that um, you just kind of get used to. Um, let me think. <clears throat> so it's like, so do you remember Mara, the, the seamstress? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it turns out poor... Turns out that poor Mara, um, after my many years of away, she came clean and told me that she likes women. And um, she's been a long distance relationship with this lady named Dundre. Um, I didn't get a name, but she's uh, like this dwarf who has a lot of money. And um, so Mara's okay. She got bailed out and is moving to Dundre and is going to do some stuff there. And so while she was leaving, um, well, she finally got the courage to tell me that she had no romantic feelings for him whatsoever, despite our wonderful childhood together. And he just kind of like looks away wistfully. <laughs> well, that's too bad. I'm sorry. Well, I decided that it was time for her beginning. And so I went to my mom. I just begged her to let me come on this trip. And so Liam and I packed her bags and we got all this gear and we went through the horrible nightmare that was customs. And it was just like, you know, he's like we got stopped here we got stopped there so many how much paperwork he goes on and on about how it's terrible and everyone can't leave he's like he's like definitely good at came because it wouldn't have ever let me come and like Kiara if you approach them she looked around and suddenly like Keanthi was like what's it called oh Keanthi's going what it where the other two go (laughs) and then probably Lana's like all (laughs) just like all Oh, where are they? Hold on. And she just goes to follow them where they're going. 
And uh, then yeah. she sort of just noticed them talking very animatedly with, you said it's one or two drow. One human. That's Liam. Mm -hmm. He's the bald guy. Mm -hmm. um, and there's there's Colton, who is the drow, and he's he's the high energy guy. <laughs> high energy. Yeah, and she's just like all, oh, I suppose they know them. So she just sort of vibes in the background. Is she like, are you within the? Do you are you within? I'm within sight range. Close enough to, okay, are you close enough to the group that um, your social distance would? Uh, um, mean friendship or are you far enough where you're like don't pass the covid <laughs> <laughs> i'm somewhere within the six foot range but i'm not any closer than four feet just in case it's too close okay okay so like you're you're close to them and um i hover like uh, somewhere on the other side of one of the girls probably ellie okay yeah yeah you notice that liam is a He's a human male. He's forties-ish. Um, he has his clothing is well made, mm -hmm. and he looks like he's in good shape. You do notice that these people are both from the Ahad clan, which is a clan in Toral, and um, you know that by the colors they wear. You also notice that Liam has a slave band, which basically keeps track of them, and. Um, Judging by Liam, you can assume, like, what he's wearing and how he looks and his age, you can kind of reasonably assume he has a, possibly like a steward position or some sort of interior management position within. Higher status uh, in Drow society. Yeah, so like, he's in, a, I mean, in terms of being a slave in Drow society, he's in a pretty good spot. He's mm. not a regular slave, he's a cool uh, slave. Privilege. He's from Privilege. someone. Yeah, he's, he's he 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 works for someone who is higher than my station. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, Colum. He he's looking at everyone, and then he stops and like parts the crowd, and he looks at you, and he's like, "My lad, who is this strong woman?" <laughs> <laughs> Eyebrow raise. And like, in terms of Drow aesthetics, he's quite handsome. And he and he's he's hitting on you. Like you, this is this is very much within Drow society. Like you know, like they would they wouldn't call their women beautiful. They'd call them strong. And uh, and she 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 raises an eyebrow to show she is intrigued and uh, looks him over and just like all Kiara. And he he puts out. Um, no, I feel like. Oh, she probably she puts her hand out for him first, um, as a sort of like a. It's probably like a cultural thing, like where uh, you don't reach for for women; they reach for you. So it, she she probably puts her 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 arm out to him to so, so as sort of like um, hi. <laughs> yes, to like allow that sort of contact. He's just call him a hug. Pleasure to meet you. Likewise, I take it you know my friends. <laughs> oh, well, we met in Toral, had quite a scuffle there. And, um. I should like to hear all about it sometime. Have... <laughs> oh, it's a very long story. Mm. Would you like to talk about it over dinner? And she's like, oh, I'm sure I could find some place nice. <laughs> she's like, I'm sure we could find somewhere <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's actually very, like, I. <laughs> 
like it's this is probably like to anyone else on the outside looking in this is like rapid gunfire conversation <laughs> it's like they had this memorized <laughs> so i should like to think i could find so we could find a nice so we could find a a fitting abode here <laughs> A fitting setting, I, that's I what it is. I turn towards... Huh? Sitting, yes. Okay. I turn towards Luna and I'm like, you make it look so effortless. I think it might also just be a drow thing. Maybe they just train themselves. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they know each other. So. <laughs> yeah, and, and like he just begins to talk to you about logistics of the dinner. And... <laughs> So, she offers time. He offers he he offers cuisine, and then they they agree where to meet. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Um, I agree. Seafood, red lobster, six o'clock. Good. <laughs> 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 Pretty much, yeah. Very efficient. And um, at this point, Liam has uh, dismounted from the cart and oh. he comes over and he says. Oh, hi, hi, I, I didn't expect to see you guys here, but I'm, I'm glad you made it. Luna like goes right up to him. It's like actually, like, like pretty much like grabs him by the hand, and it's like actually we were about to go see him. And she's just like for some reason freezes because she's like, how much am I supposed to say? Is this supposed to be a surprise? Is I supposed to? Is this supposed to be like a controlled encounter? Yeah, screw it. Like, um, we're actually about to go see Galax. Do you want to come with us? And he's like. Um, well, make a, make a persuasion check. He's, he seems really nervous. Can I, like, say a little prayer under my breath for guidance? Sure. Okay. It's like, hey guys, please. please help me he's distracted, like, like he's thinking about it, so you can, you can get that off. Yeah. You see him really, I don't know. Nat 20, so that'd be plus. Dang. What's my stats? Just for fancy. Okay. I mean, I'll, we'll just say it works. He's like, oh, okay. Do you... mine. Does he know I'm coming? Does he uh, know... doesn't. I didn't, haven't had a chance to come, but... Uh... Okay. Uh, do you... Does he like surprises? I don't like surprises. Sometimes. Um... It's our good ones, sometimes. Okay. Um... Definitely not bad surprises, I, but no. I, I, I just kind of like barge in. I'm just like, but you guys are family. You, you'll be overjoyed to see you, right? Right? Yeah. He looks at you and he's like, yeah, okay, okay. Um, uh, yeah, I can meet him. Kind of like see him, like psych himself out. Does he? Um, I don't know. Does he like snacks? Or? Yeah, he likes snacks. Like, uh, he, uh, like, what would be like a drow snack? Or candy? <laughs> Candied mushrooms. <laughs> would that be good, though? <laughs> I mean, they're soft. They also taste great when they're crunchy. Actually, I used to have dehydrated uh, mushrooms. They are delicious. But they're salty, but they're yummy. Okay, look, Liam. Let's let's rehearse this. Let's do a little bit of like role play or something. Okay. To... Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, who do you want to be? Do you want to be Liam or do you want to be Galak? Uh, 
You see him be like, should, should I be Galak? Should I'll I'll be I'll be Galak. You be Liam. Okay. Okay. I cross my arms and I try to look really big. This finds a rock, stands on it. <laughs> Wait, no, roots just sprout up from the ground, and you're just one foot higher. <laughs> yeah. Is, is he that tall? Uh, no, he's pretty tall. <laughs> I'm glad he got. Side yeah, I cross my arms and I like kind of like burrow my brows. I'm like, eh, I'm Galak. And I like turn towards like Luna, and I'm like. Uh? <laughs> <laughs> you see Nephi like kind of snort and she's just like watching this from the sidelines. <laughs> and then Lionel's like, I mean, it's a little thick, but <laughs> And Lionel's like, uh, not Lionel, and Liam says, okay, um, hello, um, I'm Liam. Who are you? Uh, I'm, I'm Liam. Liam who? <laughs> Just like, um, I don't really have a last name. Uh, so I'm, um, uh, slaves don't have a last name. What's your business here? Uh, well, I, I, I thought I could uh, establish trade and, and work here, so I have to L- L- I'm not buying! <laughs> <laughs> I know he's just intense! This is worst case scenario. We'll go through like this later. This is one of those. Get out of my workshop! <laughs> Luna's like taking me away. Get out of my workshop! No, this is one of those things. It's probably better to just wing it. <laughs> now you know what it's like for worst case scenario. You're prepared. Yeah. <laughs> so. uh just, I mean, I don't know, I'll add fuel to the fire. You guys, you're outside. This is happening. And you see the, the best boys. You did boys, good. You did good. The best boys come out of the nearby tavern. And you see Orator and Lucius and, and Aragon come out. And they're like, hey, what's going on? And then, like, Colm and Lucius look at each other. Like, what are you doing here? And two of them start talking. And then <laughs> Aragon looks. My uncle knows him. <laughs> Uh, anyway, you inter- everyone's introduced to everyone. They um, all are kind of like, oh, that's interesting, cool. Um, there's like a really deep discussion on hair products between uh, Lucius, Lionel, and Colin. They, wow. Like, yeah, they're like, oh, well, I use this on this, and when I want this, or like, oh, well, I try this. Oh, I should try that. And um, if you want what does this, it do for yeah. the texture? <laughs> texture. I was like. The shine in the blonde Oh well, what you do is you take comb and you tease it, and uh, uh, you know you basically all kind of like this huge crowd of people now is going to Glock's workshop. No, no. Yes, this is exactly. Color-coded too. Yeah. Why else? Just like yeah, people are great. It's like a happy rainbow of people about <laughs> hey guys, to just like burst into someone's cloud for the first like five or ten minutes. Okay. But but I want to punch the Odo dummy. I hate him. The Odo dummy will still be there. It's okay. We'll go find. So it's okay, Eddie. You could probably find a nice lizard to talk to until we can go inside. There are lizards I here, right? So. I thought I saw them skittering about, but I thought they were really, really long spiders. But then I was really glad to see that they were lizards instead. I'll, I'll turn towards Liam 
Okay, yeah, but uh, yeah, oh, oh, I guess we you. should do that. Okay, so like, rewind a little bit. So while you're walking, uh, Aragorn comes up to Chaoti, and he doesn't say anything at first, but he's just like, "Hey, Chaoti." We've collected more people to bring into someone's house who did not invite us, but was volunteered to invite us. Yes! Yes! <laughs> poor guy. Okay. More people. <laughs> Widening our uninvited status to probably too many. Do you have impressive muscles? Yeah. It really shows off your arms. He probably like tries to drift back and then uh he, he just sort of bumps into Kiara. She's just like, oh, I feel you did rather nicely. <sighs> now you get a view from the back. <laughs> there we go. Luna has returned to us. We're getting more swift. Luna's <laughs> <laughs> finally starting to feel like herself again. But um Yay! Oh, I'm so happy. Yay. And Oh. oh, do you want yeah. to say Yeah, before we go into the into the woods, because I'm, I'm, we're going to be like kind of separated just so it's not a huge mob going into the workshop when Galag meets uh, Liam. I I'm going to grab Liam and be like, all right, Liam, remember your training. You see, like, he's like, Liam's like, he's, I mean, he's an accountant. No, no, I'm like, don't remember your training. He's just like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, the, um, and I nod and I grab my pipe and I start to smoke it. The bubbles come out. You see him like look very confused. And he says, Right, um, 
Shall we go to Luna? Uh, yeah, let's go. Okay. Kind of nervously trails after you and <clears throat> we come to the workshop. Before the smash cut, uh, like here, I was just like watching them leave. Hmm, I wonder what that's about. Where did you two meet? She just looks over at Lucius and Colin for a moment. So where did you two meet? And then just smash cut to uh, to, to Luna. And... <laughs> oh, well, it was a crazy night in Toro one time. And <laughs> I was like, this guy helped me cry. I'm like, Colin basically helped him like escape through the window of a bar or something. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent trouble. Yeah. And, um, you yeah, so you go to the outskirts of the town and come to a, basically, I imagine it is kind of like this place, small cave with a door on it, and then there's, okay. yeah, then, then there's a, a pond next to it, it's about like 30 feet in circumference, and you can see that there's outside, immediately outside of the door, there's a work table and a small forge. And there's also just off to the left, like this archery range and just a couple of boxes for like storage. And you can hear just some grumbling on the other side of the door. Not, it's hard, to, you have to listen really carefully for any footfalls and you hear them. Um, and, um, you know, it's, so you, you can approach the door. Yeah, Luna will tell Liam to, like, sit, stand back a few feet at first so she can go in. Uh, okay. Like, okay. Need it. And we'll, uh, cut back to, um, Lionel. He's like, I'm gonna watch. And he, like, goes in, like, <laughs> he, like, just ducks into the woods. Like, little just... Ranger yeah. mode. <laughs> he... You can actually roll that high with his, you can actually roll that high with his, uh, stealth, so we'll see. Yeah. Lena's passive perception is not that great, so, but I think the locks might be. Ellie wants to go, drags Chaonthi with her. <laughs> oh, yeah, and like... Oh, oh, wait, no, Chaonthi, you were gonna watch! Yeah, and now, like, as me, like, go to watch, I'm gonna try to go incognito so i'm going to transform into a deer but it's like deer that has like moss on it okay yeah so um he did lionel did not rolls rolls roll stealth lionel did not hide very well (laughs) his ankle looks like he did a pretty good job but uh like (laughs) you can see this bright red headband but i'm like liam's back is to him and luna just like you you stay <laughs> you can't see him at the angle you're at but you step back you could you would see him if you're gonna hide and watch okay. then I feel you like can be like, i have to watch these guys so they don't misbehave so she will kind of tag along i rolled a 20 okay yeah Keonthi, you can climb a you tree turn and to mist jump right there just to watch the others watching the people yeah. Mm-hmm. Ellie, you turn into a deer and uh, you're gonna kind of hide behind some bushes and graze around. Halfway behind a tree, just like just chewing like, on grass. <laughs> Both ears turned in the same direction. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is it? 
And you hear uh, Luna, I you hear the party. door. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you're just grumbling about Lionel and other things. And I open the door. You, you knock and on the door. And he's like, uh, Lionel, I'm not ready for anyone right right I now. I Lionel. Gonna, oh. Luna. And he just immediately puts his stuff down and comes over, hugs you, looks at you. Well, that worked. Yeah, I You hold up not your completely. hands. I kind of pull back her sleeve a little bit, but I was like, but it is better. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... I mean, it's a start. Yeah. yeah. Did you come here to say hi? Did you come here to say hi? Um, actually, everyone finished up at the market, and they ran into several friends at the market, and you know Lionel, but... You what? see him, like, just do this thousand yards there. You see him, like, just do this thousand yards there. Because But I came ahead. Uh, I figured there was someone else you should... Someone in particular we should start with. see him make this face. Um... I go out to the door and, like, gesture Liam. And so Liam kind of scoots into view. This just says, hi. And Galak just eyes him. Uh, who are you? <laughs> do I know him? I don't know this person. Why are you? Give it a minute. <laughs> There's a minute, and um. He looks at Liam like. And Liam looks at you like, oh. <clears throat> Hi. <laughs> I'm Liam. Hello, Liam. What brings you here? I'm. Um, I'm your all, you know, uh, you know how I'm, I, I know you, I know your mother. She doesn't know oh. the name Liam. That tracks. She knows a lot of people. <laughs> um, I know her because I, um, he looks at you and you see them failing. Uh, I, uh, I know her because, um, I'm, I'm, I'm your father. <laughs> Long, long silence, silence as Glock just goes, what? The thousand yard stare turns into ten thousand yards and that turns yeah. into like- You just looks like a, why is this random person here? And, and then this slow look of realization. Mm-hmm. He looks dumbfounded, which is a face you don't usually see on him. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> hi. I'm not sure what to say right now. And Liam says, Well, um, I could tell you our story if you care to hear about it. Well, um, Mum told me about it, the story. But I... I would... I, I only heard part of the story. She didn't talk about it that much. Awkward nod. Um, <clears throat> Liam just cannot stop looking at his son. Yeah, cannot. His eyes off him. And he, he, uh. <clears throat> yeah. Let's uh, try that. So they go and sit on the couch awkwardly. Liam says, um, well. Your mother, uh, was a... 
Let's go to our woman, as, as you know. From a noble house. And, um... She started to... Um... She took a fancy to me. And, uh... One thing led to another. We saw each other in secret. You know, your mother's, um, very, uh, charming. You seem... He was, he was gonna, like, go on about how his mom's beautiful and sexy and... <laughs> you don't need to hear that. And then, you know... <laughs> It stops at charming. Real dynamite gal. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh. <laughs> you know, um. Legs, legs for a mile, I mean, um. <clears throat> Galactus, please stop. Anyway, we've fallen in love. strong. She's a strong woman. Strong women. Uh. Fell in love. We decided we were gonna elope, run away, and. And, uh, she was pregnant with you, so we left. We got help from a man named Dara, helped us escape the city, and, um, along with, um, the Aha clan helped us. Aetha helped us a lot. She, uh, took a shine to me, and, uh, she hid us, and, and I was her accountant for a while. I saw the opportunity to escape, so we did, and, uh, <coughs> along the way, I, uh, there was a party that went after us, and I pulled them away, so hopefully... You and your mother could escape. You know, you were actually born in the wilderness. And, uh, so... Your mother took you and fled. I... She went up in the woods and I, uh... Fled in the opposite direction. And I was captured. You brought me back. Um, if, uh essentially purchased me to uh, prevent me from execution and then I worked for her as her accountant and ever since then I've, I've been there ever since I lost track of you of course topside and then Lunar came and found me and uh, <laughs> here, here I am I'm Got a lot of just silly, silly nods, takes it in. Oh. Yeah, that's, uh... He doesn't say anything for a long time, and he just... Glocks I don't know exactly what to do now. Liam says, well, uh... Do you mind, uh... Just, well, what, what what do you like to do? And Glog says, oh, uh, I like to, uh, he's hold up the quivers of arrows. I like to, uh, make weapons. <laughs> kind of has this, I'm weapons, I, I make weapons. 
And Liam just says, oh, weapons. That's, that's, a, that's a good trade. Very, very profitable. And you can see that, that drow culture in Liam. And Liam says, well, can you take him out so I can see him? Alark says, yeah, sure, we can shoot her as a side and... Um, give me a minute. Um, and so Luna like runs out and is like, "Hey guys, why don't we go down to the lake for a while?" Um, Kiara looks stricken. I think that's a terrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> no. She looks stricken. I think that's a terrible idea. Why? For reasons that rocks would not like to go into water. Oh. You don't have to go into the water, you just hang out by the lake. Is it like the ocean? Smaller. Less salty. You know, my, uh, my ears go down as soon as you mention, like, go to the lake. <laughs> and it's like, I want to give some space. <laughs> ah, I see. I roll my deer eyes and I'm like, oh, Okay, it's gonna be a little bit longer. You clomp tantrum like, like dunk, right, dunk, kids, dunk, dunk. Keep moving. Let's go, kids. Let's go. I like to think your little hooves are like stabbing into the ground. Like, doo, 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 doo. Pretty much. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and Lionel and Ervin and uh, Luscious are like, oh yeah, we can go. The beach is nice. We can go and lounge on it for a bit. And uh, no, we should probably. Grab some food. We're gonna need some snacks while we're down there. And uh, so there's this. Actually, there's an interesting reporter, Erevan and Lush Lucius. Lucius. Lucius Because Lucius Lucius starts talking to Erevan about like the. Uh, the logistics of preparing a meal and uh, what you need for this many people, and then Lionel says, "Oh yeah, I got some snacks. We can just head out there, and so you, you guys can definitely go to the lake and have snacks and hang out and just be okay. okay. Yeah, we can hang out there until like Luna feels like okay, maybe they've had some time to bond. Now we can like send in the annoying party." <laughs> Yes, Kiara opted to uh, to stay by the uh, to to stay away from the water, but be able to look at it just in case it sneaked up on her, and uh, <laughs> because she she she's a little away from the party, so that there's some privacy as she reads the um, Galax homework. <laughs> <laughs> she said promptly, "This feels prompt." Mm -hmm. As you're walking <clears throat> there, something else you notice about Burkus is that it's very animal integrated. <laughs> You see, uh, there are water troughs, have just, you know, water around designated sunspots. You pass by the, uh... I'm drinking from the water trough. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, a wolf <laughs> You drink, um, the wolves look really confused <laughs> at you. And then I look up all doe-eyed. I think they're used to giant elk around here. One of them sniffs you, and uh, that's about what happens. Hey, guys! <laughs> I think the dogs here around here would be able to, like, somehow tell druids from animals. They probably smell different. 
you know, and they're, mm-hmm. they're only like super trained to attack things they're only supposed to, that they're told they're supposed to. You pass by the kennels, you see the wolf pups, and it rains true that there are trainers, and all the animals are trained in the same way. In case, so they can, if one's getting out of control, then everyone knows it has the same training, so anyone can just tell to do the no command or whatever. You also notice that um, there aren't a huge, there's not a huge number of direwolves. There's just, there's not hundreds of them, alright? They have to have their population somewhat controlled. Because how do you feed a bunch of horse-sized dogs? It's very mm-hmm. Um, so one of the funny things, you see them at the kennel. You see a trainer throwing a ball, and and one's trying to rustle a pup into a bath, and the pup's just not having it. Uh, you pass by the archery ranges, people are active there, and at last you come to the lake. It's a big expanse, glistening clear water, surrounded by these, um, Big tall pines. Oh. Mostly trees. And there is a mountain range to the. The trees are blocking it. Northwest. West. West. North, mm. Northwest. Hmm. Yeah. And you can see. That might be too far away to see. There are mountains to north. So you're on the border of. The Leicester Kingdom and the Elven mm. Principalities. Kiara does right note right that there. this does have a lot less salt smell. Mm. <laughs> yeah. The sand is rockier than oh. um, other ocean beaches. You sit down and you sit on some uh, like towels. She's an armor. She's like fine. it's. Wait, nope. Um, Lionel sets up one of his. Yeah, he had the dogs, so he would have. Since he has his saddle, he just always has his bedroll, so he just rolls that out. Sits down and hangs out. And goes chill at the lake. Alright. So, leave the floor to you. Now, I'm just reading homework. Do some of her little exercises. She's feeling very peaceful and like, this is nice. I'm gonna do a relaxing. Yeah, day. yeah. It's a nice, calm lake. There's not a lot of people right now. Yeah, so I imagine she's gonna be doing one of her, like, uh, her patterns. Farther away from everyone, but. You know, is she gonna be like sitting on top of the rock? Kata, or standing on top of the rock, doing the karate kid? She's probably gonna do some exercises where she like, you know, just like a flip and a kick or two. Yeah, Kata. Yeah. Yep, Kata. There you go. She's doing it. Where they um, they shift from one form to another, and they're martial arts. Doing that next to the glistening cool water, and I don't know. Nice little image for Aravan to snap a picture of in his mind. <laughs> Wink. Aravan. I got you. Kaofi don't got very you, but I got right you. Now. Yeah. Um, just like, whoa. <sighs> you seem just kind of side wide. And... He's like sighing about five feet away from Kiara, who's reading a book, who's, who's like not reading a book, but she's like, mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Crosses out. <laughs> so so as, you're as you're reading it, it you. Um, Kazakh has a high intelligence, so you can tell that he 
he learned it. He learned it. He learned it. He talked to different pe- women. He recites his sources. He has the mechanics of science of it down. And he would do, you know, generally pretty, pretty well, good, um, according to what he has written down. Mm-hmm. But it's just not very. Uh, so the mechanics down. He's he's, he's got a lot of like. It does seem long winded, but in terms of what I'm reading, it's like all. Like it doesn't make her great erotica, but he seems to know what he's doing. Yes, exactly. Yes, he's not using floral exactly. language. Exactly. He's like, I'll know if it really need to be great. It's, yeah, it's, it's very, like, it's pretty, it's, it's actually pretty it's very scientific. Because mm-hmm. he uses all, he uses all scientific terms. terms. It's very factual. It's just like, so, you know, it's how it's haunted. You know, arouse and appease. He's hard to rouse, Excellent. I'm not going to fail him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Marks her grade. Closes it. <laughs> B plus. Okay. okay. Yeah, B plus. All right. yeah, B plus, A minus. <laughs> All right, next we got. That's what we'll do for now. Party. Oh, oh, wait, we need to pick. We, I mean, uh, I guess it's hard to pick our MVP, but, um, we can... Are we gonna do our little moments? We need yeah, to do our moments. Do our moments and talk about what we like. Uh, Mechanic can go first. Okay, um, I really liked that, um, Kiara was a good, a good sport about the essay. <laughs> yeah, I like oh, yeah, that as well. Oh, yeah, I like that. That she's, like, straight out. Yeah. It's like... Oh, because the thing about Kiara is that she will fall back into a drow pattern, uh, like... Uh, like interactions on reflex. <laughs> it's not like she completely wants to divorce the culture. She actually still quite loves Joe society, uh, but she is just having a hard moral time. So she's just like, oh, I can be helpful. I can do that. Definitely, I can do that. Works. And plus, you know, Galak wasn't a uh, wasn't a butt, and uh, he's he's pretty chill. So. Yeah, he's yeah, a good guy. He's, he's a guy. just a bit awkward. Yeah, he's awkward, but um, she'll do him a solid because you know he he wasn't a he wasn't being a solid jerk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Bye. 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 See you. All right. Next. Who wants to go next? Do you want to go next? Should I pick someone? I'll go next. Go, Christian. Okay. Uh, first of all, MVP uh, to Luna to finally not being being less of a lycanthrope. Yay! <laughs> yeah! Yay! <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, I feel like the real MVP is Tiffany because I don't imagine. I can only imagine oh. how dry yes. your throat gets voicing all these wonderful NPCs to have us talk I to. I do get tired. <laughs> So M- you're just like someone else. MVP talk. is Tiffany. <laughs> Good job. You do so Yay. much for us. You're the MVP. You just jam. Tell t- me I do good things. Pat me on the head. <laughs> All right, right. Next up, so Michael. Um, I I actually just love hearing about. Not like we like learned a lot about throughout society in this session. Just sort of like 
culture and like semantics and just like how just like straightforward and stern you were. It's been a while since I've been to Toro, so I kind of like forgot most of it. Yeah. But like it was a lot of fun just seeing the interactions with Kiara with the other Drow. And I do agree with uh, Kristen, I did love seeing Luna again. Because it, it like, it felt like a nice little reunion. Like, it's well, like, especially since we were kind of haven't played in a while. Yeah. And like the last couple of sessions, um, it has been such a downer. Definitely true. Yeah. That's yeah. right. I really like how um, the the reunion of all these characters, like everyone just like piling on to go to one place, feels a little bit representative of like how we all have been gone for a minute. So like we're all like just getting back together and just piling on as much time and as much like intricate detail and storytelling as possible. So this felt like a little bit representative of like we're back together, guys! Yay! Let's all just party, <laughs> faff about in the market, the shopping. We did all yeah, <laughs> Christmas shopping with the family. Where's your father? <laughs> but yeah and so i liked i really liked that because it was just nice to um it's not like hard adventuring but i i really did like um all the little interactions interspersed throughout the whole thing so really awesome uh story weaving tiffany and let's see i like that ellie was like immediately like oh we gotta we gotta get dressed for this. Like we, we gotta, we gotta dress for the occasion. <laughs> I love that I love, you guys love, are are like, like, I, I love, like shopping, shopping and D and D. makeup clothes. It's I like fun. It. I like Ellie is very spontaneous. I, I'm just like, like dress like that. We need to like. <laughs> I love that you're embracing the shopping. It's fun. We don't get to shop very often, so I'm like, oh, excellent. A shopping episode. Next, it'll be, we already had a beach episode. Don't we have a shopping episode? Excellent. Next will be the skate park. Wait, but Lionel will win because he's good at skating down uh, ravines. <laughs> he's radical. Radical, man. But, uh, yeah. And I liked, uh, Kiyaka, you weren't here for a lot of it, but I do like how- I with my dad about something important. No, 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 it's okay. No, no problem, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but let's see. I I like how uh, <laughs> you commit to a bit. So uh, the fact that Kiyaka's like, whew. And I didn't know that uh, that about the uh, like wanting to show off your your beefy cake muscles. Um, it's fun to know for future things. So okay. I like that Keonthi got kind of sucked into like the uh, the shopping thing too. So that's really fun. She she was resisting it for a little bit. She's a bit more of a practical kind of person, but at some point, dude, the atmosphere is just so nice in Varkas. <laughs> <laughs> How long yeah. has it been since we've been in a place where we were like in hiding or running from danger? Let's just so yeah, yeah, no, it makes sense. We've like had our guards up the entire time, but now that we're in Varkas, we can like. We also did like a team mom and dad thing where it's just like, oh, okay, how does this look? Okay, no, let me fix it. Oh, well, I guess that you guys are shopping. I should probably look for something. <laughs> so it was very like, oh, well, I guess I should pick something up. Mm, nothing looks good. Oh, this is nice, though. And I. Be like classic child. This one, this one, ask me this one. First one I find. 
I'll get something to How much is it? I don't know. And yeah, having all the fun, like, I like exploring Draw Society stuff, so this is fun that we got to touch on that, so thank you, Tiffany. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. I love that you guys are into the fashion. Fashion is something I think about. Build into the society. It's just what people wear and and what they look like and what they're doing. And I don't think so much about food, but I should do that more. Just focus. Yeah. It's like, how often do you sit down and like, eat food? What? Yeah, it's good for like, like I go to tavern I have a, I have a book. I have several books for D and D food. I could send you pictures, and you could just play around with ideas and cuisines. That's nice. Yeah, we have a, we have one of those too. Huh? Yeah, yeah one D and D cookbook as well. Anyway, okay. Yeah. What I liked was, um, wow, to pick from. Um, I like you. Like I hope you like the dream sequence of Luna. Just I was a little worried. I've been trying to weave the tenants, uh, Luna's tenants, into her ancestors and bringing in the dead ancestor stories. Because McKenna is the one that came up with a lot of their backstories, and I'm like, how can I kind of fit these pieces together? And it's a little long-winded, but that's kind of what I came up with. Worked. So I'm glad that worked out. That was something I was worried about. Yeah. I like Kira just. Being like, oh yeah, I'll just take the, the letter. I was a little worried. Yeah, we'll have dinner at this time. Oh yeah, I also oh, yeah, like I that. Also like that. Like, when Colin came up. She was like, okay, dinner. Okay, dinner. Like, I, thought I thought she just wouldn't like, be into him and just to be turned down, but she's like, oh okay, yeah. Alright, very cool. Yeah, you're going with Colin. Yeah, she considered it. Looked him up and down. You know what? Yeah, it's been a minute. Why not? And yeah. like, uh, I, I like how comedic Canthi is to be aloof, yes, to Aravan. <laughs> oh yeah, it does make my arms look nice. I would just say oblivious. She has yes, a that's a good one. Oblivious. I think it's funny, because Aravan's like totally just pining. And Canthi's like, what a nice friend! Wow! I do like you. What a nice young man! <laughs> also, this is totally self-indulgent, but I love role-playing, role-playing with <laughs> That was really funny. <laughs> so bad for Liam that he doesn't exist. You I feel bad for him, too, but him. Ellie just got into the role way too far. Yeah, I liked it. I like, yeah. I mean, was... What are you doing here, my son? Get He accidentally like, oh, okay. selected so extreme mode. Like, he's a slave. He's supposed to be subservient. So, like, yeah. And also this little girl this little girl's yelling at him, oh no. Yeah, like I mean yep. it comes from a society where women roll and this little girl's yelling at him, so it's like, You're yelling at me, but you're supposed to be my son, but now I'm guilty about that way. I have no idea. I have so many mixed feelings. Did I push extreme instead of easy? Yeah. I, I we came here just for like travel for business, like I don't wanna buy any <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, I'll just go oh, somewhere else. Get out of my workshop! Uh, <laughs> this extreme. I don't know anymore. <laughs> now you're prepared for the worst case scenario. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> well, Nellie and Golovka are gonna talk about 
stuff, I, I guess. You know, like, uh, what I'm doing. I didn't want Liam to just go and hug him, because it... Both of them are too reserved for that. That sort of affection, so I... Um, it's not the first thing Drow really think about as yeah. a hug. They're so not, like, huggy and... So. Lucius and I are still practicing. <laughs> like... <laughs> That's what I did. I'm, it might be a little disappointing, but uh, I don't know. I feel like it would start out slow. But it's meaningful yeah. because it's their first time, like, vibing together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Little victories. Little victories. For everyone. Who do we want to give the inspiration to? We should give it to. Luna. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was okay, yeah. yeah. I liked seeing her. I like seeing Luna back to her old self. Yeah, we got her yeah, quips back. Yeah. It's yeah. Okay. And, you know, going through her like a. <gasps> Getting paladin status. You finally yeah. made it to, toward the other side of this whole lycanthropy thing. How long has it been? It's been months. In real life, it's been months. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So we did it. <laughs> Round of applause Yay, to everyone. We made it. Yay. I hope we keep moving too. Hello, this is Tiffany, your DM. Thank you so much for listening to Dungeon Damsels. We really appreciate all your support. Please be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. That really helps us out. And if you're interested, we also have a Patreon, as well as um, a podcast version of our show. You can find it on Spotify, TuneIn, Podcast, Podbay, Podbean, and pretty much where pod- anywhere where podcasts are. <laughs> Thank you again so much, and we hope to hear from you soon. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Human Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg, but their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're gonna get 180 pages of entertainment, action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Meta Human Affairs or DMA and check it out right now.